I think it's this one. Yeah, it's ranking. Okay, you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, my God, I didn't even know you were recording. I just started. It has Emmy snorts in it. Fantastic. I'll sift through those later. Um, This is Janelle. This is Lexi. Welcome to... Two Girls, One Brain Cells. I hope you guys noticed the little announcement I made about the name change. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This is the final... Final name change. We literally, yeah, because it was between we like words or two girls, one brain cell. And what do we talk about more? Our brain cell. Mm-hmm. Our singular joint brain cell. Also, today's ASMR is, shut up. Today's ASMR is, is sushi again. Is sushi. Thanks to Super 8. You won't know where that is. You won't fucking find out. Unless you're one of our Unless you're friends. one of our friends. Actually, I don't think any of our friends know about Super 8 either. It's only you. Is it? Yeah. Because odds are Chris is too far for it to be delivered to. Because mm. the first time I introduced it to you was when we went, was when it was at your, at your mom's house. Because we were close enough to be delivered. True. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like driving to go pick it up. But then I was like, this place is pretty damn good. It is pretty damn good. Right. Lexi got, um... A super, it's a super volcano roll, not super crunch. I had it wrong. And then I have salmon, sushi, some masago, which is all over the place. Kind of upset about that. Um, some, an Alaskan roll and a black dragon roll. All of it has cream cheese. I am an idiot. Okay. So, let me tell you a story, Lexi. I was on Hulu one day because I was home alone. And when I'm home alone, I like to watch Bob's Burgers on the big TV. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We only have one TV, so I like to watch it on the big TV instead of just on my phone. That's why I want to get an iPad. So I can read manga, like, on my phone comfortably, but also, like, watch things comfortably. That way this can just be for games. Phone for game. I mean, that's really why me and Anthony got it. Yeah. So he's like, I'll use it to read at night, and you can use it to watch TV when I watch TV. I'm like, yay! <sighs> Sorry, gunshots in the area. We, we live in a bad area. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm sure no one is fooled by the noise. It's okay, plastic. it's okay. <laughs> I will have to say, I've been, I've been getting a lot of gamer content lately. Streamers and, like, because Robert sends me a lot of, on TikTok, he sends me a lot of, like, Oh, people getting like absolutely owned after being like toxic, toxic as shit on the in the chat. It's oh, catharsis. Catharsis. It's so Good. great because you can't shoot people. I mean, you can't shoot people and get Literally. away. Well, except in cases of self defense. But legally, you cannot go out and shoot someone and get away with it. Yeah, in real life. Besides the cases where the police or whatever the police. It's just the police. Well, there's some cases, too, where it's just the people themselves mess it up. I've been watching a lot of crime. Oh, word? Yeah. I found a new YouTube channel called That Chapter. Uh, I needed a... I, can, I can't watch those... I can't watch, like, video crime. I can't look at that with my own two eyes and also hear it. I need to just listen. If I if I were, if I were had to, like, look at it, I'd, I'd cry. Well, I do like watching um, crime movies. Hmm. Like, if they're based on a true story, I'd be like, okay, that's kind of fucked up. It's fucked up. But if it's fake, I'm like, <laughs> No, I like this guy, because he'll do, like... Do you want some lime to squeeze on top of your crab? I don't have a lime. I don't know if I'll squeeze it, but I'll definitely steal it. It'd be good. Um, 
this guy because sometimes he'll do mundane ones where like oh uh people are greedy and they want insurance money so they kill their wife but they don't hide their tracks and then they lie and the police are like dude you literally the ip addresses your emails you used your own fucking personal email to send the killer emails <laughs> you're fucking stupid like there's times like that there's mm -hmm. times where the police come to a house after it's reported that they notice something and they're like oh what's going on and then they walk in and they see acid baths in the upstairs bathroom of acid baths of the disposing parents like after christmas and they're like oh Wait, is it in a barrel or is it like actually in the barrel? An actual giant tub. Okay, that's what I thought. Like two giant plastic tubs with both the parents' bodies. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't think uh, the porcelain, I think the porcelain would get eaten up by the acid. It I does. think that's why they don't do that. Either way though, at times, hmm. I would not want to be a police officer or the EMT. No. Because <laughs> for some of those things, like, can you imagine you, you're the first person to respond. Obviously, that's your job. So yeah. you go there yeah. to the report. Yeah. And you know, you're walking around, you see all these bleach bottles everywhere and you're like, Oh, oh, and you see groceries on the floor, like someone got attacked. You're like, oh, huh? this is, uh, and you see blood on the stairs, and then there's a tub yeah. with someone in it, and you're like, oh. And then there was a separate bathroom that just had hands, just human hands in it. Two hands. Chilling in, hands, chilling in a what? Just hands, in a what? Chilling in the bathtub. <laughs> how far, of our guest how far apart? Not five feet. They were closer than that. They were the same two hands from the same body. So two they were hands. they were a little gay together. <laughs> two hands chilling in a hot tub. Anyways, my heart goes out for those, you know, the officers that don't budge the cases. I'm so sorry. Because I would not want to be in your shoes for the shit you see. And then you have to be like, oh, wow. That will be in my nightmares. Time first, to figure out who did this. First res No, no, not even. First responders don't do that. That's detectives. Okay. If detectives aren't first on the scene, it's beat cops. Beat cops will be like, <laughs> what the? There's hands in the back. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I gotta call my kids. I gotta call and my the wife. The thing I like about the YouTube channel is yeah. they will use some of the footage. Mm -hmm. Now they blurred it out, <gasps> but there is footage of like <gasps> the cops' body cams as they walk in, and they're like, "Hey guys, wait, is it body cams or is it like the there's crime body cam? Scene. There's the interviews in the police rooms oh with the suspects. Um, there's sometimes the security cameras." He, whatever footage there is, he'll use it. Oh my god, there was this one. I listened to Crime Junkie. So mm -hmm. good. They changed their they changed their logo. It's nice. I have that one subscribed. I have a lot of crime yeah. on there, Spotify there, subscribed to. There's one. There's one they talk about where it's like I think it was where like sending death the uh, a guy was sending death threats to this guy's family because mm -hmm. he was working with this like lady called something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I was listening to that, that interview where they, where they were like, they're like, their bodies were cold when we got there, which means they died before you left. And he was like, and the guy, the guy who did it was cool. He was, he was like, no, no. And I'm like, I'll listen to this. I'm like, I'm like, like, cause normally he, the red spray paint, yeah. he bought like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still had the receipt and they're like, wow, it's kind of convenient. There was red spray paint at your house and you bought some. Yeah. No, he, the guy on YouTube had did his case, too. Oh, yeah? And there was an interview with the lady. She's, like, the leader of some church or something. Yeah, her. And because they had to ask her, they were like, hey, we need to ask you this. Because the guy, I don't know why, but, you know, you can ask for a divorce. You don't have to murder your spouse and your kids. 
But the reason he did that was because he thought he would lose his job if he got divorced. Because mm-hmm. of how religious she is. So mm-hmm. they even asked her. They are like, alright, you know, we need to ask you this because of what fucking happened. Would you fire someone if they got divorced? And she was like, no. The only times we do that is in cases of, like, affairs, adultery, like, you know, that it, it was something really guilty and that's why the person's divorcing you. When it's just a regular divorce for normal reasons, like, you're just not in love anymore. She was like, yeah, we have tons of people here that are divorced. Man's is ill. Man's is sick. Because the officer was like, I need to be specific. Would it, for that reason only, right? Not for just normal reasons? She's just like, no, not for normal reasons. It has to be something specific that I would fire him for that, but no. Damn. So he did it for fucking nothing. He did it for nothing. Actually, I'm listening to uh, Last Podcast on the Left. They're doing a series on John List. I think they're finishing it. They finished it today with this episode. But, um, he... But the first episode was just about, like, his life and, like, what led mm-hmm. up to the events. And literally, he was like, I, my, chill, he was like, a fire and brimstone. I don't even know, I don't even know if he was fire and brimstone. He wore a suit all the time. He was painfully boring. So much so that none of his, that none of his classmates barely remembered him. Everyone. I don't know if I've seen this guy's case. Is that the one who would go to the train station in a suit and read the newspaper? Yes! Pretending to have a job? Yes! Unemployed? Honestly, I think yes. that, happened, that happens a couple times, though, with a couple failed fathers. Yeah. There's Family. been a few cases where the fathers are just like, I can't let my children bear my shame. It's like, dude, no one grow gives up. A, no one gives a shit. No, I thought it was really funny because his daughter was like, she was an alt girl. She was an alt girl before all, they had alt girls. She was like, she's like, I'm turning into a witch. Go fuck yourself. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes. And then it was really funny, or not funny, but fucked up, because um, Ben, one of the guys, he's like, he's like, I keep hearing about these kids. And I'm like, <laughs> he's, like he's like, oh, I wonder how they're doing now. I wonder what happened to them. And, he's, and, he, and he just forgets that, like, they got fucking murdered. Because they adjusted fine. Literally, the only problems was the dad and the mom. Because the mom had brain-rotting syphilis because in her first marriage her with her war hero dead husband, um, she got syphilis from him. But, and this is what doesn't make any fucking sense. They have, penicillin gets rid of syphilis. They were like, she was like, hey, I need penicillin. But they're in the middle of like, what, what was it, World War II? And um, the, the military base medical people were like, oh no, we need the penicillin for the boys. You know, so we can't give you a shot. We have shots, but we can't give you one, even though you're right here in front of us with syphilis. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was forever. I didn't hear much about the family, though, at least not in the person that presented the case that I had seen. Yeah, last podcast is really good, like, because, like, they get. Oh no, into I saw it. Bailey Sarian. I don't know who that is. The one YouTuber. She does the makeup while she talks about true crime. Uh, I'm not on. I'm not on YouTube. This word game was my friend. She had done his case, but she didn't get too much into the kids, except that one wanted to be an actress, and that the dad thought that was like, she's taken by the fucking devil. Taken by Satan, yeah. Because she wants to be a star. Mm-hmm. Only angels want to be in the stars. Mm-hmm. She's a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you having trouble there? Mm-hmm. 
you'll go back home. No, listen, I don't like taking two bites out of my rolls. It gets messy, and I can't enjoy the whole thing. I gotta take a whole bite, no matter how big. That one, I'm taking two bites, though. That's too big for me. You can do two if you're really careful. But it, I think it depends on what roll you're biting into. That few specifically. Mm. Oh. The neighbors across the street moved out. Across the way? Across us, yeah. Why? Is that what they were banging for? Because they were moving everything out? Yeah. I feel so bad for the trash guy, though, because they left all their fucking trash. Now, mind you, we have a limit of two trash bags. Yeah. And it has oh, to fit yeah. in your box. I've seen them fill, I've seen them over excess fill up their valet. Yeah. I know. They especially, I don't know how many fucking people lived in there. But they had more than just, like, me and Anthony. I don't fucking know how many generations were always in there. There was a fight. There was a fight. An almost altercation happened at my apartment complex with my neighbors across the way. Here's the difference. I know her. She knows my god. She knows my godfather, who rents me out this, my apartment. She's so nice. She's so cool. I love her. She's like the aunt I never had. I love her so much. I'm cool with her son. He actually showed us a plug, which is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw him. We actually he had, he moved. He lit. He used to live in that apartment that she lives in now. Mm-hmm. But he moved out and lives at a separate apartment, still within the complex, mm. not in like our building, but like further down. And we were pulling out to. Were we going to pick up? Yeah, we were. We left to go pick up, and then as we were pulling out, we saw him roller like rollerblading, and we we're like, we're like, hey, where are you going? He's like, I'm about to go pick up. I'm like. I'm really pleased. He's like, yeah, he lives down the street. He lives in the O's. I was like, well, that's sick. Anyways, so this guy, um, his, mm. it's, so now she lives with her nephew, who, I think he's, I think he's also a plug. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just tell everyone what type of apartment you live in, you know? <laughs> Bro, it's literally the people that they got in the fight with, the mo- the, the mother she made, she, Sonia told me, er, it's fine. She was like, Sotomayor, if you're wondering, the justice, the judge, that's my neighbor. Fucking guess where, she, guess where I live, you dumb bitch. Anyways, what? What? Just continue. She was like, she was, she's like, oh, her? Yeah, she's so cool. She makes edibles. And I was like, what? Are you serious? She's like, yeah, they're really good. And I was like, oh. I don't want to be friends with like fucking everyone. I just like you. Like shit. Anyways, so it was her nephew's lady. That's what he dressed her as. But um, I'm minding my business. I'm laying in bed, and all I hear is just like, but like, there's like doors opening and closing. Cause like that's just you hear everyone leave. Yeah. Pretty much. On the, if you're if you live on the same floor, you hear everyone leave. But today, I just wish I didn't hear every single one of the children enter and leave their I know. apartment. I know. I'm so glad they fucking left. I know. No, these people moved in just recently. Oh. So, um, she, I guess this is like her first time over, but she, she starts having a problem with the mother, I think that's, I think she was the mother, of the apartment down the way from my neighbor, across mm-hmm. the way. So, I'm minding my business, and then all of a sudden, I hear a girl yelling in the parking lot. And like slamming like car things, not a door, like on the hood, like slamming her hand on the hood. And I look out, and there's a woman with her head wrapped up and a little bun and a baby. And she's like yelling at someone. I'm like, oh my fucking god, who is she yelling at? 
And then, and then I see two, and then I see a dog just running around. I'm like, whose dog is that? That's none of our dogs. I know most of the, I know most of the dogs on the, on the second floor. Cause I have, I have limp ball. Sonia has, not Samson, cause that's Miguel's dog. I think his name's Karma. Yeah, mm-hmm. Karma. <laughs> Karma. It's kind of a cute name. I'm yeah, it is. Lie. Yeah. It's not a name you expect for a dog. Yeah. Karma? Really? Well, when it comes to naming animals, cats usually have more stupider names. Like, you know, but you can about... name a cat Concrete, but you wouldn't name your dog Concrete. I'd name my dog Concrete if he was dumb enough. I'd name Emmy Concrete. <laughs> Actually, no. She's not I'd name, enough. I'd name her Coke. <laughs> Come on. Are you going to relax? Are you going to relax? Her shakes. Can you relax? <sighs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you like to sit here? I just bully you. Oh, you want my food. Dastardly. She will not eat it. Do not give her any sugar. Gonna sniff gi- and lick it. I'm not going to give her any. Oh, God. This is unbearable. <laughs> right. So they're yelling about something, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it comes to a head somehow because um, the guys uh, on the other side start running downstairs. And I'm like, what the fuck's happening but i don't want to go outside and like suss it out because you know that's nosy that's nosy i mean you live in the type of apartment where you could technically come out though i wouldn't i mind my business yeah no yeah no everyone minds their business at the complex like if there's something going like we would we would i literally got my oil changed in the parking lot and everyone like just like minded their own business like this one guy came out and was like talking to someone but i was just like oh hi and he's like hi and that was the end of it well, I think the oil changed. No one really cares about it. Actually, no, we're not allowed to do car, any car repair. Oh, seriously? Yeah, seriously. Because it's like, uh, it doesn't look good. That's literally why. I live in an HOA, so. Your apartment is so old. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. Like, I could understand here because this place tries to be richy, even though they don't give a damn and everyone fixes their goddamn cars here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like it's just a rule like oh yeah don't just don't do it but everyone does it so you know but yeah so after a while so like Robert gets off the game he's like what the hell is going on I'm like I'm like yo they were fighting they were fighting earlier so I go so I go out and literally it's my neighbor her nephew the mother and then I think is that her son is that her son no, I think that's just, I think that's, I think that's her boyfriend or her husband or whatever. But they were talking, like, they were all, like, you know, getting it out. And then it was really funny because my neighbor, you know, my aunt lady, she started speaking Spanish to the guy. And he's like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. She's like, oh, well, you should. And I was like, <laughs> I was just looking through my peephole. It's not like our doors are soundproof. So I was just like, oh, my God, what is going on? Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I know. So that was fun. It's always it's always a treat. I'm gonna miss living in an apartment complex only because of my neighbors. Like I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss her a lot. Her her son they're like good people. Oh, I have to make her a casserole though. Cause yeah. you know. My thing was more the one night that they started moving out. Yeah, they started at like nine p.m. That does happen. I have done that. The thing is, 
at least when me and Anthony moved in here, we just took a belt and we held open the front door. So it wasn't constantly open, closed, open, closed as we're coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We could hear the children, like, yelling. They're just, they're playing in the hallway. And then they were like, their voices would disappear like they went down the stairs. <laughs> and then it would... And it was so fucking annoying because they were loud. There was multiple kids. I don't know how many, but I know there's more than, like, I think there's about four. Yeah. I don't know if they're owned by anyone in the family or if they owned. have friends, too, that come along. I don't know. The most I know is that they moved here the same, around the same time we did. And I know oh, that, I, I guess, careful. originally. You're going to fall. Yeah. That they're from New York. Because one time, like, I guess the grandma was there. What'd she say? She was just like, oh, we came here from New York. And like, uh, that was kind of, and we were like, oh, hi, cool. It's a pandemic. I don't really want to be out here talking to you about mask. And the from New York. But so, because Anthony, because he was trying to watch TV, and I had my headphones in, so I don't hear it as much, but I can still hear it. You can feel it. And he was getting irritated, because first off, each time they slam the door, it shakes our door. Hmm. Like, yep. if they kept living here and a robber came in, I would be on the couch and I'd just look over and I'd be like, whoa, oh, hey, I'm sorry, were you the reason the door was shaking? And they'll be like, yeah? And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> wait, hold I on. thought it was the neighbors. And I'll be like, you'd you be like, I was the neighbors? And I'll be like, those kids are constantly slamming the door, man. And each time they do, it you shakes their fucking door. It's like, first of all, I don't think you understand. They probably have more stuff that you can pawn off easily that doesn't have insurance go rob them not me all this shit's insured you won't get anything except my pity well, i'm pretty no. sure they need insurance because you why are you so full of bones oh yeah no renter's insurance doesn't cover any theft like at all I, no i i asked I was, like, I was like what does renter's insurance cover in terms of theft they're like jewelry and i was like yeah yeah what about my TV? What about my TV or my laptop? No, none of that. No technology. Did I was you like, wear it? Why? <laughs> I was so ready to be like, I was so pissed because that was the day I had to suss out like new car insurances. But I was like, I was like, why? I was so ready to just be like, why? Why the fuck? That's the. I was so. I was. I was like. I was like. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Give me your reason. Click. Yeah. Okay. And so it was fucking annoying. And then, like Anthony went out because we had ordered Uber Eats. Uh-huh. So I went to go get the delivery. He was like, "There's a U-Haul in the parking lot. I think they're moving." And I was like, "Seriously?" He's like, "Yeah. Didn't they move here around the same time we did?" I'm like, "Yeah. Their lease shouldn't be up because I know they have different types of leases. Like how long? How long were? How long? What time? When did they leave? How? How many? How many months was it?" Well, me and Anthony's lease is due in June, because we moved here in June. We had the whole year. Okay. And most of the ones I saw online, like, I know they had shorter ones, but they weren't, like, six months or anything. And they moved here about the same time. Well, this place might have, like, a subsidy. They might do subsidy. Maybe. I can't remember. I just knew we were thinking, we are like, do you think they're just ditching the apartment? That'd be really funny. Like, they they're m- just up and going? What if they just did? What if they just did that? I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is the door hasn't been slamming as much anymore. And I felt bad for the trash guy for these past for this past week. Because each time I came, 
like the first night we tried to look when the trash guy came at night because Anthony wanted to see if he had a face of disappointment. Did he? I didn't see. He was in the front by the time Anthony tried to go look. But they had like seven trash bags and they tossed their welcome mat on top of ours like one of the nights and we were like, get out of here. God, I love you. They're literally the reason that's the big stain over there. That's from them. Really? Yes. What do they spill? I think it was like one of the Halloween pumpkin juices or something. That they have a bad habit of not securing their trash and then the raccoons come and then, you know, there's a bunch of shit everywhere and we're like, cool. Keep your trash on your side of the hallway, goddammit. They put that giant fucking stain and Anthony's just like, I want to clean this bag. No. Like, just leave it. The apartment will clean it itself when they have their cleaning day. Do you have a gap under your door? A little bit. Teeny bit. Yeah. Do you know if they do, do you know if they pressure wash at all ever? Okay. They don't do it constantly. I think they do like a whole big one. Yeah. They sent an email like one of the first days they did and they were like, please keep your patios clean. Here's the regulations. We will be cleaning on these days and times of these different apartment buildings at this time. Thank you. Thank you. They send a bunch of emails. We're pretty good at it, actually. Yeah. My Except the one time when they neglected to tell everybody that they weren't going to use the gate code anymore. And they didn't realize nobody was using the actual gate cards. They just used the codes. <laughs> codes still work? No. Mm. They sent so many passive-aggressive emails like, you should be using your card or you should be using the call box to call yourself to open the gate. Do not use the gate code. That was only for certain things, like I think for like guests or something, and they were like, we are doing away with it. Stop using it. You should never have been using it. And we were like, how How did you have a gate code? Every gated community that has a code, people use the code. Duh. Duh. How are you going to have a gate? I don't even live in Actually, no. Not really. my mom has places, my mom manages places where they have gates, but the residents themselves don't use gate codes. They have a little clicky. Well, we don't have clicky here, we have card here. Card and type in your name and call yourself and then press 9 on the keypad on your phone and it open gate. I felt bad because one time the delivery, I delivered pizza. And the Hungry Howie's guy called me. And I ignored the first time, and then he called me again. He was like, I'm at the gate! And I'm like, oh shit. Uh, look up my name on the call list and call me through that, and I can open it for you. And he was like, okay! <laughs> I felt so bad. I, stop backing up. You're gonna fall. You're gonna fall. God. You're more anxious than your fucking owner. I'm right. I'm right. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But don't be rude. <laughs> You're in my house. <laughs> Anyways, what else was on the list? Oh, that was on your list? I said, what else is on the list? Oh, well, anyways. So, I was going to Hulu, big TV, mind my business, and I noticed that Hulu said, hey, the 25th season of The Bachelor's here. Jesus Christ, the 25th? 25th. Look, who's The Bachelor? And I was like, oh my God, he's black. I saw a TikTok of him today, because yeah. Anthony showed me, yeah. that he was shirtless and he cut, like, a log with, nice. like, an axe nice. to yeah. one of the ladies, and she's like, ooh, 
So then it cuts to like a boyfriend who's like, babe, come here. And he tries to cut it and it doesn't work because he has a tiny knife so it just sticks in there. She's like, not hot. Not hot. <laughs> All right. So I was curious. I was like, I was like, I was like, that's not the only, I was like, it's the 25th season. That's not the first Black Bachelor. Because I know that they have a, a quite significant amount of Black, you know, contestants that show up. You know, there's like at least one or two per season. I know that much. And so I was like, I was like, that's not really, that can't be. So I found a list and it was from, it's from purewow.com, written by Greta Hedgeness. H-E-G-G-E-N-E-S-S. Did you sneeze on me? Girl, you're such a bitch. You gotta wipe your nose or something. Okay. So it's a complete list of every single past Bachelor ranked. And it's why they're fa- and it's it, it, it's also like why they're famous. So, number 1, Matt James from Sne- from season 25. Cho- who he chose is to be determined because the season is still going. I personally don't care. And he's famous for being the first black bachelor. He's not bad looking. No, he's good looking. Yeah, he's really good looking. He looks better than all the white bread people I've seen. Yeah. Each time the bachelor comes on, I'm like I don't know what season this is, and I don't know who any of these people are. Anyways, these shits are so fucking funny. I went through all... I, w- I was gonna stop after, like, the seventh one, but I was like, no, I need, to re- I need to read all of these. I have to. So, famous for being the first Black Bachelor, number one, Matt James. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Next, we have number two, Ben Higgins. Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess what he looks like? Do you want to guess? I mean, I already saw what he looked like. <laughs> How would you describe him? Use exactly. Okay. Use as many words. Commercial. It's for an office building. Your coworker's there. That's him. That's him. He's the coworker. Is he the coworker who says something dumb so that you can talk no, about the product? No, he just says something totally bland. He's just like, "Hey, hey man, my- where's the stapler?" And you're like, "The new stapler, five thousand. Like that. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I figured. I we had the same. We had the same thought. He's famous. Like he doesn't look like the stupid coworker, but he looks forgettable. He looks like. Okay. All right. Let me put it this way. He looks like he would be nice to me, but he also looks like he would treat my younger children a little dirty. You know what I mean? He'd be like, okay, why don't you go over there? And then just like without thinking, he'll just go like this. He'll just like wipe his hands a little bit. You know, babies are sticky. I'm talking about my youngest ones. He'd be like, "Okay, go over there." Okay. I mean, he, and then and then I'd be like, "I'd be like, so," and he's like, "He's like, they're nice." I'm like, "Fucking dick." That's what he looks like. Um, he chose Lauren Bushnell. Don't know who she looks like. Don't know who she is. Oh, they don't show the girls. No, no. It's all about that. It's all about the boys. Fair enough. Famous for claiming no one will ever love him. On The Bachelor. I could go to 4chan and find a whole thing of guys claiming they'll never be loved. And they're right. He chose a- He chose a girl, though. They got chosen. Hello? Neighbors. Oh, word. (laughs) Are you serious? That is why I won't be shocked if one day someone breaks in and they look at me and they're like, 
Like, they wave at me, and I'm like, uh-huh. Oh. And it takes me a second. Oh, my God. Okay. That's why. Number three. That's why we lock the door at night. Number. Like, no. The fuck? Emmy can fend for ourselves, but we're in here. Emmy can't fend for shit. No one's going to take her. They'll look at her, and they'll be like, wow, I don't know what medical condition she has. She'll die if I take her. I got to be completely honest. I don't even think, like, they'd kill her. Like, she's not even, you know what I mean. Like, sometimes burglars will just shoot the dog. <laughs> They'll look at her and be like, death would be a blessing. <laughs> that would be a mercy kill. Well, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> that, that, it, <laughs> you'd thank me if I killed you. All right, number three, we have Sean Lowe. Same last name as uh, my fifth grade elementary teacher. Miss him so much. Mr. Lowe. Mr. Lowe. Miss him. He's so cool. It was. Wait. Where? I had him too. Where did you go? You went to Castleberry. Castleberry. Yeah. Did us? Wow. Nice. Nice. High five. I was his favorite student, were you? I was one of his favorites. Nice. Nice. All right. He's from season 17. He chose Catherine Judici? Judici? Judici. G U I G I U D I C I. I don't want to say Judici, because that doesn't sound right. Is the second one you try to say? Judici. That's how I would say it. Okay. Famous for being the show's first ever born again virgin star. Do you know what that means? What? Okay. Huh? No, I know exactly what this means because I read another book that had to do with the main female character becoming a born again virgin. She took a vow of celibacy and treated it as her second virginity. She swore off men, didn't have sex for like... What? So she just fell into another social construct. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think it was for her own reasons, though. She didn't do it for like a religious purpose. She was just like, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm a virgin again. <laughs> Make my next time special. <laughs> All right. Number five. Oh wait, that's what this every is Christian this, girl says after they divorce their husband. This is a Sean, this is Sean Lowe. He kind of looks like Mr. Lowe too, doesn't he? I don't remember what Mr. Lowe looked like. Well, he's Mr. too. Lowe was more gray, I think, when I saw him. Yeah, he was more gray. He was I mean, gray. I mean, he's not ugly. He's not ugly. He looks like his hairline's receding a little. Yeah, that's about it. That's all I have to say. Next, we got Colton Underwood. Look at him. Look at him. Look at his little cheeks. Look at him. The you jacket know? does better for him. It does. I like his face. He's got a good face. He's got a good, you know, he's got a face that's like, that's like, hey, man, what's up? You know, real wholesome. Um, He's from season 23. Chose Casey Ra Cassie Randolph. And he's famous for being the show's first ever actual virgin star. <laughs> he was actually... Okay, I'm going to put you down if you... You're going to slip. First ever actual virgin. Ain't that something? Hmm. Congratulations, I guess, for keeping it that long. I don't know why. I don't know how that happened. He doesn't... He's not ugly. No, but I mean... For some people, too, if they want to wait... Kind of like when I took Mama's warning. She was just like, you should make your first time. You should share it with someone that you have fun with. Like, not make it special, but 
just make sure you don't regret your choice. Yeah, my mom never told me that. My mom just had to put a towel under me for the first time. It's hard. It's hard living. It's hard being alive. It's tough. It's yeah, my it's, mom single-handedly saved me from not being with that one dickhead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then I got Anthony. Yeah. And boy, what a fucking upgrade he is compared to everyone else. All right. Okay, this one kind of confused me. Number five, Nick Vial. That's what he looks like. He looks like Michael Bublé's, like, B-grade cousin. You know what I mean? Who's Michael Bublé? Michael Bublé. Hold on, I'll pull up a picture. His ears are a little bit out. Ah, oh, Monsieur Bublé. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to spell Michael. <laughs> M-I-C-H-E-L. It's the A-E-L. It's the A-E-L that, that always part, yes. fucking gets me. Bublé. Okay, let me see. Hmm. <laughs> no, that like bottom. You looked at his chin, then you're like tapping your own. Yeah. Uh. Ah, fuck. Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it back up. Okay. So yeah, that's what he looks like. He's from. Let me see. Season twenty-one. He chose Vanessa Grimaldi. This is what I don't understand. Famous for coming in second place twice. Second place on what? That's what I'm saying. Because he's the only bachelor. So my next logical jump is that they're talking about, you know, woohoo. You know what I mean? That they're talking about fucking. And I'm like, twice? Just twice? Just twice? Or is it that the girl you picked dumped you? I don't know. Or someone else or something? I don't know. I really don't know. They don't. They don't follow up. They don't follow up. I wish I kind of explained what that really meant. Cause they have some where, yeah, they have some where it's like links to other articles they've written that explain further. Also, he's my favorite. Um, but this one just doesn't explain anything. Coming in second place, dot, 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 twice. What did he come second place in? I don't know. I'd have to, I guess I'd have to watch the season if I don't know what to do. I feel like even watching it would not give you the answer. Really? Because he'd probably be like, yeah, I came in second place twice, and no one would ask him. And I would be like, oh, okay. Just kind of accepted it. All right. So here's here's my favorite. Here's my he's my number one. Bob Gini. Season four. Season four, you know, single digit. Chose Estella Gardinier and famous for having a child in December 2018 with the girl he chose on The Bachelor. I was going to say, you can be famous for that? Well, I mean, his fucking relationship worked out on a fucking TV reality show. I'd say I'd say that's pretty something, considering reality TV show relationship track records. True. But the Jersey Shore people, they still hang out with all their kids and everything. They have an MTV special, actually, out called Jersey Holiday where this guy rents out a whole hotel just so that they could all hang out. And I'm like, you know what? I've never seen the Jersey Shore. I know, it's okay. That's okay. I, it's okay. We were too young for it when it first came out. I, yeah. I knew of his existence. Yeah. Like, I know many of the shows that exist, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and stuff. Oh, yeah, I used to the watch. The only thing I ever seen was Family Jewels. 
What the fuck is that? It's with, um... What family? From Kiss. The band. Oh, nice! Gene Simmons! Very yes. nice. I remember that one. That one was really good. He, he, he was trying to get in somewhere and they wouldn't let him in, even though they, he told him that, they were, that he was Gene Simmons, and he had to call his wife to get, like, picked up. He was like, they won't let me in. I need you to... I think him. it was just on the TV channel I would watch, so sometimes I'd be there. I'm like, I guess I'll watch this, because... No. Someone in my family liked Kiss, so that's why I knew about him. And I remember one of... The most I remember from it was just that one of his sons reminds me of my uncle, because the long hair and everything. Mm. And then they would talk, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, dad can fall asleep anywhere. And then it was just <laughs> different cuts of Gene Simmons just, like, standing up straight and just... I was asleep. Head down, just fucking knocked out. I remember that. And I was just like, that. That's kind of cool, actually. All right. Next up, we got Matt. Meanwhile, I was like eight years old. So when my dad found out I watched it, he was like, "Do you know what family jewels are?" And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "No, I thought it was just the name." He's like, "It's a, it's a joke. It's, it's jewels." And I was like, "Oh." Well, that makes more sense, I guess, of why they named it that now. Because it's his family. It came from his ball. I, yeah. Alright, number seven. We got Matt Graham. This man looked like he would put me in a basement. I really... Like, I'm sure he's cool or whatever. He does look like a smooth-talking serial killer. He looks like he could kill me. And maybe call me a slur in the process. Maybe not. That might be a bit of a stretch, but... You never know. Him, definitely. <laughs> He would. He would. Um, all right. So Matt Grant's from season 12. He chose Shane Lamas. And he's famous for taking The Bachelor across the pond to Britain. Oh, I guess he's the first British Bachelor. Mm. Or the only British Bachelor. Across the pond. Yeah, that's what they say. When you go from, like, when you cross the Atlantic to Europe, they say across the pond. Did you not know that? That's what I mean by that. Did you not know that they say that? I feel like I've heard it and I just never it just never you made that connection I just never thought about it. I'm just like okay yeah traveling I think someone said that to me and they were like they're like oh yeah I went across the pond and instead of instead of like asking I just said to where and they said like oh I went to I went to the UK and I was like oh the pond is <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead all right number eight we got Andrew Baldwin look at him Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like he could be probably... He looks like... He looks like he'd murder you instead of getting the divorce. Yeah. He has a long neck, doesn't he? Not Andrew Baldwin. Sorry. We're, I'm jumping ahead. Um, He looks like he could be a golf coach. And also a math teacher. He's famous for being a Navy officer. That's it. That's it. I like how the being famous is really just... The most notable thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these are But I mean, I guess with The Bachelor, there's not really much they're going to make you famous for. Just like, oh, he's our first officer on the show. Like, and that's what makes you famous. Wow! Yeah, it's just because of that. Like, in reality, these are just some guys looking for love who paid big money to look for love and possibly fulfill their dream of dating, what, what is it, 12 women at once? Bastard. It sounds so complicated. It 
I, I can't, I can barely keep up with like my family. How am I supposed to keep up with 12 strangers? I don't understand. Anyways, next, number nine, we got Travis Lane Stork. He looks nice enough. He's got a neck for that name. Right, okay. Nice jawline. Not bad. A little too diamond cut for me. No, I look for that because my face is really rounded. You know, genetics purposes. I get it from my mom. No, you don't understand. You understand. My mom has trained me to, like, basically dissect every potential person I could date down to their genetics. Like, literally, when I first mentioned Robert to my mom, she was like, oh, what's he like? And I knew exactly what she wanted to know. I was like, okay, you ready? Good hair. She's like, oh, hazel eyes. Uh-huh. Deep voice. Nice. Um, what else was it? Good hands and good nail beds. And a strong, and a strong jawline. She's like, nice, 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 nice. How tall is he? And I was like, 5'9". And she's like, that's fine. Eh, it's okay. I don't know what you want from me. I was raised by a breeder. I know. So this is just this is this is just how I view people. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 nice, nice. She really was just like, make the nicest grandbabies you can. Make the prettiest ones, straight up. Make the prettiest ones. Find all the things. To make the prettiest ones. And I was like, leave it to me. If she wanted to go further, she'd be like, also observe his parents' features. Uh, See if anything skips a generation. Oh, no. the other this dad could be fugly, and he could be nice, but then your kids could get the fugly. He actually, he doesn't really, he doesn't really talk about his dad. But I, his sister showed me a picture of, um, because uh, she had pictures from one of her aunts on her, on their father's side. Mm-hmm. He looks it's crazy. Like, that ass. If Robert got a tan and, like, managed to, like, you know, like, finish up growing, oh, I have to get him beard oil. That's what I fucking get. Um, and, like, he, like, grew out, like, a like a five o'clock shadow with a goatee. Just like him. It was fucking crazy. And he did it. They literally did the same fucking picture pose that they do. I was like, I was like, is that Robert? She's like, no. That's our dad. I was like, crazy so it doesn't even fucking matter they're all they're all crazy was his dad crazy his dad was crazy too oh i was like damn i can't have one parent not one yeah my mom yeah but it's okay it's okay his his uncle and aunt are i love them i love them so much they sound they're so good they're so great they're like they're like you know what i missed you it's i'm like you do thank you Like it is such a pleasure to have you here. I'm like, oh my god, you have no idea how much that means to me. Ugh. I know that Emma is probably gonna look a bit like how me and Mama do. Cause every time, like depending if I was like just with my dad or mom. Yeah. I'm gonna put you down now because I want to eat. Everyone would be like, oh, you look so much like your dad and mom. Like if they knew one of my parents and I was just with I them. I really think you look like your mom. I think you. I think you pick up a lot more traits from your dad. 
It depends. I do get told I look like my dad a lot, but there's some aspects I have too that when I'm with mama, people be like, oh yeah, you look like your mom. But I look like a carbon copy of her when she was little. Mm -hmm. Like they were playing a video of like when mama was little playing in like the playground in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. She looks like my baby in Jersey. And Emma looks like her. Yeah. 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 So we're all like, it could have been me if it was in color. Renee and I ended up inheriting um, both of our parents' uh, propensity for baby faces. So I, when I was younger, like a baby and like maybe a little older, I looked just like my mom. But I kept looking just like my mom's baby pictures. My face never, nothing happened. Because her face changed. You see her. Her and I don't look the same. But this isn't changing. This is still staying. I found pictures of my dad. It'll probably start changing, though. I doubt it. Well, in your 20s, you get your second puberty and stuff. Where hair grows, places hair already grows. That doesn't mean anything to me. I, I already know, got it. Everything slims out or fattens up and everything. And that can sometimes change a little bit of your face structure. I don't think I'm going to be in it. I'm going to stop looking like I'm 12, Lexi. I don't think. I really don't. The day will come at least where people will be like, wow, since you're in this workplace, you definitely can't be 12. They're like, I'm sorry, how old are you? I was like, wouldn't you like to fucking know you fucking fell? Who's with you? <laughs> Bastard. All right, back to the list. I get sidetracked. Um, oh, uh, okay, so Travis Lane from season eight chose Sarah Stone. Solid name. And he's famous for becoming the host of The Doctors. Actually, no. I, I vaguely know that show. It's the one Dr. Oz went on to with, like, a bunch of other, like, TV doctors where they all talk about stuff. But I don't really trust that show. Isn't Dr. Oz, like, revealed to be a quack or something? Yeah, he is. He's, like, I'm pretty sure he's, like, a super quack at this point. Because I think, I feel like when I was growing up, he used to be reputable, and now he's just, like... It's not like he said stuff back in the day that was, like, super wrong. You know? Like, don't drink two liters of Coke a day bitch like he literally had someone on the show he was like he was like yeah my name's matt I'm fucking matt with his with like the little bit of hair with gel puffed up like this like this <laughs> and he's like he's like i drink two coke i drink two liters of coke a day and you all proud of it and shit two big two cups like this like That's four four cups of this a coke a diet coke diet coke so he you know he shit you know he's shitting you know he be shitting it's always the diet coke too like it's not even like the regular coke or anything it's specifically if they're gonna binge on coke it's the diet coke at least kill yourself with the real thing come on man anyways he was like anyways the dr oz was like don't fucking do that what I should. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you this. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Don't you have a two-year-old daughter? Maybe stick around a while. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this man gets it. No, it's common sense. All right, number nine, Byron. Okay, Byron Velvic. He looks like a greasy car salesman, and I only say that because his hair is slicked back, and he has like highlights. He has blonde highlights. Unless this is real hair. Oh, no. No. <laughs> he looks like I would go to, like, a car dealership. Yeah? 
But it's like one of the little drunky ones, and the sun's fucking hot. So hot. And I'm like, I just need a used car. And he comes out, and he's like, hey there, sweet looking, what can I get you? And I'll be like, a car. And he'll be like, do you know what a car is? And I'll be like, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> That's why I'm here. And he'll be like, oh, honey, I know exactly what you need. And he'll fucking like drag me over to the super shitty ass car. And he'll be like, this is the prime. Slap it. Hot deal. And I'll be like, can I have the one that's like not a rusted piece of shit right next to it? And he's like, oh no, that's too advanced for you. And I'll be like, I'm out of here. I gotta go. I actually have to go. My husband is calling me back home. You know yeah. all about that, don't you? And Goodbye. he's like, oh, you can't leave. You have to buy something before you leave. And the gate starts closing <laughs> <laughs> to the junkyard. I'm like, <laughs> book it. Just run for it. <laughs> that's what he looks like. But yeah. he would be like really nice about it. He wouldn't give me serial killer vibes. He would just give me persistent vibes. Persistent, desperate, desperation. That's what it is. All right. Like he won't murder me. Like he's not gonna let me leave without the car. I will say he's pretty cool compared to like the other ones, because his is like life or death, except for like the navy officer. But you know. Wait, what? He's from season six. He chose Mary Delgado. Nice name. Famous. He's famous. For his career as a deep sea fisherman. Okay, that one's new. You can die. You can die doing that. Yeah. A bubble, a, a wave will just. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd give him a fucking season of a bachelor. You kidding? Man's loaded. Also, if you marry him, he fucks off to the ocean for like seven months. You have to deal with him with like for like four, five. Stand there, or you get a pee. Sometimes she likes to think. <laughs> she goes, she'll go on the pee pad and she'll just kind of think about it. Sometimes I feel like her back legs and her front legs work like independently of each other. I feel like she's not thinking with all her legs at any given point in time. She's like, I mean, sometimes her one knee does dislocate. Yeah, one it, of her back legs dislocates occasionally. What? of asking what's wrong with her it's okay though because as she walks it pops back into place sometimes i notice because she'll be walking and her little back leg will be lifted up but the rest of her feet will be you know being used and then i'll go back to the floor and that's why i know she popped it back in place here i'll put you up there or not whatever all right number 11 jesse palmer um he has an he has an earring in one earlobe that's spicy. He looks like he owns a, um, um, you know, like those deli, you know, like those deli things that, like, they keep in the window, and then they take it out only to slice off? That's what it looks like is in between his legs. Look at him. Look at him. Yes. He looks like his voice. That he works at, like, a, uh, Greek place. Greek place? I was actually thinking more of, like, a GMC. Where it has like all the vitamins and stuff, and he's like, he's like, hi. What can I, I was help? gonna say Greek because of like the meat thing you were saying. Because I know they. No, no, no. That's 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 gyros. I'm talking about like at the deli. Oh. Where they have like those like just those long things of like salami, and they just 
put it up to the slice and just zing, zing, zing. Yeah, like I published that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he looks like if I walked into a GMC, he would tell me exactly what I needed and exactly what vitamins I'm looking for to help me build a better lifestyle. You need more vitamin D. Thanks, doctor. Thanks. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> Mr. Palmer. Yeah, he looked like he'd want me to call him Mr. Palmer during sex. Plain and simple. <laughs> All right, he's season five. Use my last name only. Last name only. <laughs> last name is said only during sex. <laughs> And keep the socks on. <laughs> keep the socks. Socks stay on. Actually, did you? I heard this on TikTok. But it helps you reach orgasm. Yeah. Because it keeps your feet warm. Keep and the... then you're not distracted by the code. Because women get distracted. I do. I do be getting distracted. I think they go. I think like the most random shit. Like I'll be in the middle of it. I wish I could then... be like guys where I could think of the random shit and not technically lose the boner. Doesn't Anthony have a problem with that? No. That was early on, and that's only because he was nervous, because oh. I was the first Oh, that's first. right. That's right. And that was understandable. Yeah. Because Robert never really had that problem. He was just pretty much a horn dog the whole time. And I value that. No, I value fucking Anthony's only a goddamn horn dog. I value that about him. He still is. He's as horny as the first day we met. I'm like, I have moved into the wife mode now, where I only want sex... I'm tired. Maybe one... Yeah. I'm fucking exhausted, I'm bro. just constantly tired. I do help him... Like, nut. Because it's important. It's important to me. I like to see him come. And it's also good for his prostate. Yeah. Keeps it small. And I need it small. For his safety. Because if it, if it gets any, if it gets big, it'll push up against his bladder and he could get, like, an infection. That's important to me. Because, you know. Yeah. He's into that gay shit. God put a button in there for men so they can enjoy backdoor sex too. Yeah. Women only have the one hole. Only and the butt sex doesn't do it doesn't much for do, us. It doesn't do anything. It does absolutely nothing. All those girls you see reaching pleasure in porn, they're lying. They're fucking lying. I don't know how to That's tell you. That's your first mistake in believing porn. All right. Um, he chose Jessica, Bo- Jesse Palmer chose Jessica Polin. He's famous for being the first Canadian bachelor and hosting the proposal. Hmm. I don't know what the proposal is, but he hosts it. I feel like that's a similar show. Look at him. Hey, that's definitely. Cool. Yeah, I, he has two things he's, this time. He's the most desirable thus far, aside from Matt. What did Matt look like again? He was he was black. He's the black. Oh, okay. The only black guy. I'm not remembering any of the names. You can just you can just bring it back on the Rolodex. Which one's Matt? The black one. Okay. <laughs> um, Aaron Burge, B U E R G E Burge. It's almost Burger. Almost. He's from season two. That's what he looks like. No. 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 He looks like... He looks like a fuckboy. He looks like he's from... He looks like he graduated from Harvard with a C+. He looks like the one that would spike my drink. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I could trust the other guy. Him? Yeah. Absolutely. Because he looks like... I trust him. That if I left my drink and he saw that one do it, then the last one would be like, um... Yeah. And then you fuck him. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have stuff to do when I get home. Anyways been too long for me he's famous he's he's from season two so he's an early bird you know 
Um, he chose Helene. I want to get this right. Ekstarowix. Ekstarowix. E K S T R O W I C Z. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best I can do. I just saw what he was famous for. Famous for being the banker who went bankrupt. I don't know how that happens. That's why he got a C plus in Harvard. Wink. He's not very impressive. Next, we got Andrew Firestone. This man is gay. Yeah. This the, he he looks he looks like I'd meet him at a gay bar and he'd have like those like bandanas hanging in and maybe like a knit mesh shirt and he'd go like he'd say he'd call me honey and I'd want to fucking knock his shit out because he'd say it pretentiously and I'm like. That's what he looks like. Um, he's from season three. He chose Jen Sheft. I don't remember a lot of these. He's famous for being the great-grandson of Firestone Tire and Rubber Company founder Harry Harvey Firestone. Hmm. So he's an heir. He's an heir. He's literally a Firestone. He's literally Firestone. Huh. Great-grandson. So that's, I think, four? It's four removed from the founder. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, four generations. Because it's, because it'd be me, my mom, my grandma, and then my great-grandma. So that's four. Or three. You could have. If you're starting at, if, if he's, if he's start, if you're starting at zero with him, then it's three. But if you're going like, the 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 it's four. So. I'm just trying to think that if he would have been able to meet him. Some people can meet their parents. Yeah. It really depends on how early you were had. Yeah, pretty much. Because I met my great-grandma, and my mom had me when she was, like, 31. I got to meet most of mine. Even though I don't remember them, most of them have at least been able to meet me before they died. <sighs> Do you think I picked that up? Maybe. I cracked, I cracked my neck. I did see earlier when I first hit record that it caught Emmy's snort because he hadn't paid attention to the fact that I started recording. Oh. <laughs> so I was staying silent, and it was just Emmy, like, And I could see it. I'm like, oh, it's picking her. Uh, why is my brother texting me? Jesse always Jesse always sends me new movie stuff for like hero stuff. This is art for the new Flash movie. Hmm. Yeah. He's so excited. Is a Flash movie coming out? Yes. I only know about it because my brother Jesse tells me. I just mentioned in the group chat that I know there's a new Resident Evil game coming <laughs> out specifically because everyone is fucking horny. Or the villain woman who I guess this giant zombie lady and yeah. she's big and thick she's a vampire I found I, I follow IGN on my other Twitter account she's fucking phenomenal I don't know anything she, else about her except she's that she's big she's a vampire she wears all white with a white hat like oh, this I don't know what she looks like I've seen she she, she she'll she'll that's like, how I know there's a game she's like this and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> and then I've seen like a few memes where it's like Silent Hill fans waiting for a new game, Resident Evil, and it's just holding the hand of the big lady, like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, number 14, we got Peter Weber. He's actually number 24, so he's right before Matt, mm. but he's number 14. Um, that's what he looks like. <clears throat> yeah, he looks like I'd just make him a coffee and he wouldn't tip. Not, not much to say. 
Um, he's famous for being charming despite ignoring every red flag. They have an article that links to it. Huh? I tried reading it. Hold on. Let me just pull it up despite real quick. Despite ignoring every red flag. You mean he's not very good at avoiding he went, people okay. he shouldn't be with? So, basically, he went to one of his girls' hometown, and her ex showed up while he was there, and her parents were like, I mean, sure, you want to date him in pursuit of marriage, but he's also dating four other, like, eight other people. I don't know how I feel about this. And then she, it was just a whole, I read the thing. It was, like, really messy. I have no And he apparently wasn't very good at kind of just being like, you know what? Let's not. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Next, we got Charney, Charlie O'Connell. This man drinks respect women juice. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like the Joker. I know. I mean, he's got a good smile. He's a good but smile. It's a Joker smile. It's the it's the wrinkle. It's the it's those wrinkle. It, he reminds me. His smile is almost like Dennis Quaid's smile. You don't know who Dennis Quaid is? No. That's okay. Um. Ah. <laughs> uh, should I just give me your phone? I'll pull up a picture. Oops. Dennis Quaid. Q U. There. Which one? His smile always made me nervous when I was younger because look at that. Look at how far it stretches back. It makes me nervous. <laughs> Don't like. No. Um, he's Delete from season. Out of the search results. He's from season seven. He chose Sarah Bryce and he's famous for failing to propose in the finale. So he got the girl. But he failed? He didn't propose. Oh. He just kind of forgot, I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Do it later. I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't right then. I mean, I assume, I guess, if you pick the girl, you don't necessarily have. Does the show make it so you can? I don't know. They can't really do that. The show makes it so that you pick a person. There's actually there's a couple in here that. But you don't necessarily have to propose. No, probably not. I mean, I'm sure. No, you don't have to propose. Not really. You just gotta pick the girl. I mean, did you date for a year? Yeah, but in like 20 minute intervals with 10 other people. I understand why you wouldn't want to propose. Maybe move in together. That'd be pretty nice. You don't have to propose though. All right, number 16, Lorenzo Borges. Motherfucker. Um, that's what he looks like. He's very weak jaw, weak jawline. Forgettable face. Yeah. Um, he's from season nine. He chose Jennifer Wilson, and he's famous for being a supposed prince. We don't know. They never followed up, I guess. Well, he does have a forgettable face, like, um... Like most princes. Yeah, like most <laughs> of the Disney princes. Well, the early ones. Some of the later ones, they try to make their faces... Prince memorable. Naveen. Yeah. Prince Naveen can get it. Prince Naveen is the most memorable. Hands down. Also... The Beast. Not the Prince. The Beast. Not the Prince. Big difference. <laughs> oh, I got a message. Hello. My boyfriend. My cat. Look at him. So cute. 
He gaming. He gaming. He be gaming. All right. Number number seventeen, Alex Mitchell. That's what he looks like. This started out in the '90s, so I understand why he looks like that. He he kind of looks like he looks like he he looks. I'm like, getting John Mulaney vibes from him. John Mulaney like, vibes. His face isn't fully there, but he has. It's like the cheekbones. Yeah, he's got a little bit of, not the full look, but a little bit of it. That's why I'm saying he's got John Mulaney vibes. Yeah, I see it. He reminds me of like the extras in SV in like the old Special Victims Unit, Law and Order episodes, where like he'd be the Wall Street worker, where he's like he's like, hey, can we get a move on? I have two places to be, and he's holding like. Like, not even a flip phone. No, yeah, it is a flip phone, but, like, the one with, like, a... Gotta stick out the wire. That's what he looks like to me. Personally. Oh, he's the first Bachelor. Yeah, he's famous. He's from season one. He's famous for being the first Bachelor. Honestly, yeah. Next, we got Eric Sewell. That's what he looked like. Um, he... Hmm. He looks like he's into, like, BDSM, but in a bad way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it looks like he would be into it, but he wouldn't understand the actual like he just want to etiquette of it. He just want to beat me up and then fuck me. That's my problem. Uh, he's from season nineteen. He chose Whitney Bischoff, B I S C H O F F, and he's famous for being from the middle of nowhere. What? These people come out from the middle of nowhere. They literally—that's literally the exact wording. The middle of no- where Iowa, my money's on Iowa. I guess. Whoa. Okay. Um. Next we got Ben Flajnik. He's from season. Oh, sorry. That's what he looks like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, that's, he has nice hair. That's about it. Oh, you're ready? He chose Courtney Robertson, and he's famous for having the worst hair, like, ever. <laughs> Read it. But, I mean... They fucked... They, they did him dirty. They did him dirty with this? I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it doesn't really suit it. Like, if you take it his suit hair his away from the face, his hair itself looks nice, but I do see it doesn't match his face. Yeah. I don't know what... Hairstyle would match his face. Bald? No. No. That doesn't that doesn't match bald. That bald only works when you get like a nice beard. Or a good mustache. I have my cousin Vinny. He he's bald, but yeah. Good good goatee. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Wait, you met my Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's right. been a few times that I ran into him and I'm like, hey! I'm so glad you remember my relatives, because I'll talk about my relatives to Robert. He's like, which one is that? And I'm like the bald one. He's like, which one and i'm like you uh i was actually thinking of um that whenever me and anthony say get married that i have all my friends do a little group meeting i'll be like okay let's play the game of let's study who is lexi's relatives which is really all you need to know and anyone else you don't recognize is anthony's relatives (laughs) because i know most of you guys like you know my parents. You might have brief recollections of maybe what my grandparents look like on the rare occasions you've seen them. I know that they sound they sound like they sound like nice white people. I met them once, and I remember them being like, "Oh well, 
boop, boop, boop. And that's I'm like, literally their whole personality. I'm like, I'm like, ah. Yes. Like, my grandparents literally went to Anthony, my white ones, and they were like, you know, you can come here whenever you want. You don't even have to bring Lexi. Just come by and see us. Like, they're literally like that. Like, Aww, if you know me, grandma, you can just walk into their house, which they always leave. I don't say that. Sorry. No? Well, they don't. They don't know where they live, and they don't know where my grandparents Do they really always leave it unlocked, though? Not always, but mostly, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, it's the garage door, not the front door. Is there a code to get in? No. Oh, my God. They leave the garage door open, and they have, like, the inside door open. I wish they wouldn't. That's why my grandparents got robbed. Well, they don't do it when they're not there. They only do it when they're home, and... I don't know. It's just a thing. All my family are like, yeah, they're in a safe neighborhood. So are my grandparents. They're old and... I mean, if anyone went in there, I hope they want to steal an entire generation's worth of Easter, Halloween, and Christmas decorations. Because that's all you're going to fucking get. That's all my grandparents have. Wow. They have (laughs) nothing but decorations. You ready? So my grandma... When she first went away, she married my grandpa. I think it was like fresh out of high school. And no, I'm wrong. It was in 1967, a year before my mom was born. And she got a, an engagement ring and a brace and a tennis bracelet, a tennis bracelet from the, which are very expensive, from my grandfather. And she fucking lost them both. So my grandfather, for I think it was one of the, it was for one of their anniversaries. Got her a new ring, not a new bracelet, because, you know. And she kept that one. But then they got robbed, and they took that one. So he was like, he's like, I don't even know if I want to fucking buy her another one. And I was like, Grandpa! <laughs> you have to! He's like, do I have to? Do I have to? She's mine. She doesn't need a she ring know- anymore. She knows where she's gonna go home. <laughs> what is it for? I was like, fuck. Grandpa. Like, he loves her. But sometimes, sometimes he'll be like, he'll be like, he'll be, we'll be in the office and I'm on, I'm on the bed because they have like a, it's a really cool bed because it's like, it's the ones where like a bed, like another bed comes out from the bottom, but it's also like a bench. Oh, like a day bed. Yes. Very weird. He'll, so I'll, I'll sit and I'll be using the laptop and he's using the computer and grandma will come in and be like, you know, you've been in the office for a long time. I need to find you dinner. And he's like, Iris, I will be there in a second. Just take a second. She's like, okay. And then she'll, she's such a fucking brat. Oh my, like I love her. I hope she lives forever. But God, she is so spoiled. And so she'll walk away and she'll be like, oh, okay. And then my grandpa will turn, he'll be like, do you know, do you know why husbands die before their wives? And I was like, I was like, because women live longer? He's like, no. Because they want to. And I was like, Grandpa! Grandpa! We gotta go! No! I can't have this conversation! We need to leave. We need to leave right now. I can't do this. You know why? Husbands die before their wives. Because they won't. Because they want to. Fuck! When he told... He... I never heard something... I never heard something that... Like... Like... It felt like I got shot in the head. Like he turned around and he just pulled out a pistol. And just I was like, I was like, uh, 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 wait! 
I never heard something so cutthroat Actually, from my own grandfather. I got so scared. Literally this week at work, I think it was on Thursday, I thought I lost my cage from the room. Really? Yeah. Because, so, okay. I have my scrubs, and then I take one I of Anthony's. Go ahead. Okay. So I take one of Anthony's jackets, and they have the pockets in there, and I keep my phone in the right pocket. And then I have my scrubs, which have front pockets, and I don't really use those very often. But because of my Pikachu ring, I when I go to clean, I have to take him off. Because yep. I can't put him on with the gloves, because he's just going to fucking rip them. Yep. So I'll usually, like, pluck him off, and I'll, like, put him on my sticky notepad, which is right next to my computer. On occasion, I'll put him in my pocket of my phone. Well, I don't know, it was just a busy day. And when I took him off, I had slipped him into my scrub pocket. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot I did that. So I cleaned and everything. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I kind of forgot about it. So I, like, I had finished that. I went to lunch. I went to Chipotle and I ate outside and everything. And I remember not taking off the ring because I would take him off to eat. But I would have put him in my pocket. Or, like, in my bag if I go to lunch and I take him out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I go back to work. I clock in, I'm back at my desk, I'm like, where did I put Pikachu? And I start sitting there, I'm like, where is he? So I look at my desk, I'm like, he's not here. And I check my jacket pockets, I'm like, phone? Yes. Nothing else, I'm like. <sighs> and then I sat and I was like, okay. I didn't take him off at lunch. Because I had reached into my purse with one of the slip pockets to grab out a lactic pill. Mm. So sometimes I would slip them off into that. And I was oh. like, did I slip him off into the pocket and he slipped and fell into the grass? Are these chewable? Yes. Okay. Don't swallow that thing. I was going to chew it. You might want a little water to wash it down, but... It tastes good. Yeah. I get a little tired of them, though, after you, like, eat so many. How many do you eat in a day? Well, not in a day, but, like, having just... That each time I have dairy, I just keep using one. Yep. The taste kind of grows a little old on you. There's some times where I'm like, I'd rather just swallow this and, like, chew this cookie again, but... I don't mind. I don't mind it. It tastes like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. The taste is definitely better than that one. It's my favorite flavor. I don't really care. But so I was looking, and I was like, where the fuck is it? So I went to my locker, and I checked my bag, and I was like, it's not there. Where is he? Did I fucking lose it? This is like a hundred dollar ring. I don't want Anthony to have to give me another one. And I was like, if it's at Chipotle, it's right here. But I'm like, no, it can't be at Chipotle because I didn't have him when I went to Chipotle. So it has to be here. So then I walk back and I'm standing just next to my desk, just like staring, staring. And I slipped my hands into my scrubs. I'm like, I checked all my pockets again. And I was like, okay. And then as a last resort, I'm like, I'm still not done with this list. I know. Anyways, that's how I thought I lost Pikachu. Basically, if you wear <laughs> scrubs, don't ever put something in your scrub pockets because you will forget about it. <laughs> what? I totally forgot about this one, but I didn't read it. Okay, number 20, Juan. I'm almost done. There's five more. Number 20 is Juan Pablo Galaviz. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what he looks like. I'm assuming he's Brazilian or just Spanish. Like he's got a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And the name too. He's from season eighteen. He chose Nikki Farrell, and he's faming. He's famous for saying nothing 
other than it's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, he's Spanish, all right. I'm like, I'm like. Wait, how do they type it? E S S. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, he did not. I was. I'm so tempted to just go to season 18 and click any fucking episode, just to hear, just to like hear dial. I don't know. I don't know. He must have said it a lot. If that's he looks what he's like a, known. He for. looks like a himbo, though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he does. Like he respects me, but he don't know li- multiplication. He's a little stupid, but he's loving. And it's that's, okay. That's important. It's okay. <laughs> is that the old? I need to. I. I. I'm gonna have to look this up later. It's. This is gonna bother me. Um, number twenty one is Jake Pavelka. That's what he looks like. Not bad. Um, season 14. He looks like he'd be a James Bond character. Yeah. He looks like a pilot. He has wings. And he's next to an airplane. I'm assuming he's a pilot. He chose Vienna Giardi, and he's famous for having a really, really hot temper. Oh. That's why he's number 21. No one likes an aggressive man. Aggressive sometimes. 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 At a specific time. You know what time. Bedtime. <laughs> you could say dominant for that. Nah, I like I like aggression. Well, you like getting beat up. So. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> God damn, I can't stand you sometimes. Shut up about me being beat up. It's not a king. Literally it's not a it. king. You literally said it earlier. You were just like, oh, bad BDSM. That's fine with me. No, I didn't. You said something like that. I can't. There's a, something in this recording. Fuck. I have to listen. Ah, uh, fuck. All right. I don't remember what I said. Okay. There was no. like some little snide thing, and I was just like, is that her? Mm. All right. Next one. I have to say, the person who wrote this Pure Wow article, very, very caricature. Very, I love her. Very good. Very, I can feel her voice through this. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're very right for nice, this. Very simple, quick, quick ranking. She gets it. She understands. All right. Number two is Jason Mesnick. He's from season 13. That's what he looks like. What do you think? Very white teeth. White teeth. Very golden. Very golden. Bet you he works in an office. He is nice toast to toast. He looks like he could be a funeral director, but like a nice one. You know, very sympathetic. He'll give you coffee for free. Yeah, I guess that's a face I could see when I'm mourning. <laughs> it's pleasant enough. It's pleasant enough. He's like, hi, thank you. He's like, hi, thank you for coming. We really appreciate you coming to us. Right this way, this is where they'll have her. Um, there'll be drinks and refreshments over here. Nothing too heavy, just water, tea, maybe some coffee, weak coffee. We're just a friendly act. Some more d'oeuvres, you know, everything kosher. Okay. He'll do the double thumbs he up. He looks like he'd be nice, like the one manager at the place Manny Anthony went to where we're like, can we have a table? Because they're going to bring some bagels. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And we like set up a table section. Listen to this. So we all ate bagels while he, we were sad. He chose Melissa Rycroft, except, no. He chose Molly Mullaney. And he's famous for dumping Melissa. To pursue his runner-up, Molly. So he had a first pick, and he decided to go with the second. Yes. So 
so he did a Luigi tour. He, is that what that is? What did Luigi do? What has Luigi done? Luigi's always considered second place, but he's one of the best Mario characters. Is he one of the... Okay. You are a fool to think he is a loser. <laughs> Peaches, Peaches, Peaches are for him. No, it's Daisy. Daisy's it for him. And who does Daisy have? Just for a Okay, movie? you know what? <laughs> Shut the hell up! <laughs> <laughs> she has Luigi! It all... It's, it was always Luigi. It was all Luigi. Those lunchboxes? Mario Luigi. <laughs> it was all Luigi? Always has been. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god. Huh? Number 23 is Brad Womack. This man does not exist. He's not real. That is an android. That is a robot who shed, who took his owner's skin and wore it on his own and decided to go in The Bachelor. He really does look like when you say... When you like go to a computer and you type handsome man, he comes up. That's him. He's handsome. Generic man. handsome man. Handsome man trademark. That's him. Um, he chip. Huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's from seasons eleven and fifteen. He was in both. He was in both. He chose. Let's do that. Wait. He chose Emily Maynard, and he's famous for choosing neither of the final two ladies in season 11. If memory serves me correctly, he's the one who just ran off set, hopped a fence, and went AWOL in the woods. I think I remember kind of hearing about that. Was that. On it was on Tumblr. I think it was him. So he was there two times. Two times. Didn't want any of the girls, apparently, and then just fucking booked it. And then came back on in season 15 and picked the one he wanted. I get it. You know, you can't win them all, but you didn't have to fuck off into the woods to say you didn't want to do it. Can you imagine? I don't know how I feel as any of those ladies if I'm like, oh, so I you're didn't get telling. picked. Hey, is he? Where's he Where's going? Where's he going? Brad! Brad! But and you he just helped the fence disappear into the bushes, and you're like, um, no, it was a tall fence, like that fence out there. He jumped that shit. Jesus Christ! He vaulted that. Bro, Mans was desperate. Sometimes I do daydream about climbing that though. I have a huge tree in my front yard that has little baby squirrels in it. It's very cute, very nice. I see its mom, their mom. She comes out. There's like a knob on the tree facing my patio. So sometimes if I come out in the morning and I'm spraying my plants to water them, she'll just come out and she'll be like, and she'll like lift up. She won't lift up her shirt. <laughs> she'll like the mother squirrel flashes you. <laughs> she'll get up. No, let me get there. She'll get up on like her hind legs, just be like, hey, was that you? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's you. I see your nipples. And then she'll just eat a nut while I'm watering. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like hey. And then she'll just fuck off. And I'm like, oh, did you ever get the wasp? Oh yeah, that was handled. It was so great because I was at work and he showed up and he's like, he's like, do you want me to go in? I was like, I mean, you can. They're all on the patio. If you can climb onto the patio, I mean, that's fine. But you know, let me know. He's like, yeah, I'll just call you if I need to get in. And I was like, okay. And then he texted me and he was like, I got them all. And I was like, we also got some that I didn't even know were there. Oh nice, yeah. So that's cool. Gone, gone. Next is Airy. He's number 24. I don't know how I feel about this. Huh? Let me see. Ari Luyendik Jr. I mean, I feel like Generic Handsome Man was 
put so far down because of his craziness? Eh, no. No. Not a chance. Uh, he chose. He doesn't look like he spiked uh, my drink, fuck. but. <laughs> Did he also do something fucking crazy? He chose Becca Kerfran, or Lauren Burnham. Proposing to Becca, and he's famous for proposing to Becca, and then dumping her for his runner-up Lauren. So he proposed, and then dumped her, and then got Lauren. So he's worse. That's why he's number 24. What was that? Is that it? Oop. Why do I feel like there was supposed to be another one? I feel like there was supposed to be another one. Oh, no, there's only 24, because he was for two seasons. Ah, so he is the two. He is. He's fucking... His... He has no pores. He makes me nervous. Matt, I need to look at your face. Look at him. Look at him. Our wholesome man. Don't fuck up. He looks like... Don't fuck this up for us. He looks like he wouldn't do any wrong. No. Like, he's legit there just like, I just want to try to find love. He's and like... like he just, I just want a woman. Or... Yeah, then. Goodness. I just want a girl. I just want a lady. I love my baby. Don't call him ungrateful. <laughs> no. The whole world has been colonized, Janelle. You gotta get that up someday. No! No! The whole world is guilty of it. Actually, I was talking to my brother, because my brother Renee came down uh-huh. for um, for Christmas. And so he came over to my apartment, you know, so we could hang out. And he was talking about his friend Remy, who I know, who's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Brother number six. You said Remy? Yeah, his name's Remy. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Did he bring him over in his hat? I'm sorry, I just pictured your brother, or at least what I remember, I think, if I'm remembering the right brother, Yeah. to look like, mm-hmm. and then just like in his hand, he's just a rat, and he's like, hey man, I'm gonna go visit my sister, uh, I'll see you around, okay? Yeah, sick. He has, a, he has a whole son and everything. Remy, and I was like, fuck, okay. Sorry, continue. But, but, but um, so, he, he's Native American, mm-hmm. And so, Renee was talking to Telly Robert a story about how, um, oh, Remy found God. And I was like, I was like, and I kind of, I was, I was like, Remy colonized himself? I mean, <laughs> yeah. If I'm being, co- that, that was Renee's same reaction. He was like, Janelle. Yeah, he did. I was like, he colonized himself. He did that. Why did he do that? For what reason? He's like, he likes it. And I was like, religion is a hell of a drug, honestly. It's really the best way to describe religion. It's like, it's a drug. And if you end up injecting it and you're like, oh yeah, now I'm stuck on this for a good few years before I withdraw. Withdraw? And then go back? Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, uh, now that I think about it, that's kind of, it seems kind of fucked up to say. Like... Your Native American friend colonized himself through Christianity? He did. I'm not wrong. It's just, no one would say it. <laughs> That's a thought you should have kept to you. That's my curse. That's my curse. I say something and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I can say this and it'll sound fine. I know there's been a few times where I've like heard things and I'm like, huh. And I just have to keep it, I gotta like clack it down in my head. I'm like, man. Yeah, see, I wouldn't Is do anyone that. else thinking about this? Because, um... Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't do that. I know you don't. You know, you know I don't. It's my, it's my burden. It's my burden. Fucking... 
Who was I talking to? So I think there's been times I've yelled at you where I'm like, Janelle, say that in your head if we were like out somewhere and like, or just say it to me in private. What did I say? I can't remember, but I, I feel like you've said some things before where I'm just like, Janelle, you are 100% totally correct. However, <laughs> we do not say these things out loud in but public. But I'm right. It's true. Yes, Why you're right. shouldn't I say it? But you make people uncomfortable because when you say it. I don't care. I don't care. I ceased caring forever ago. I'm done caring what people think. If it's true, then I'm going to say it. I wish I could remember. I know there's been moments I've had with you like that. Oh, my God. I think Madison's had those moments with me, too. Everyone gets mad at me when I say something because I'm right. Plain and simple. <laughs> Uh, all right, it's it's fic time. Fic time. We've beat it around the bush long enough. Now it's time to read about. You're kind of cute sometimes. She's all snuggled up. All right, fic time. I'm to take a picture. She's all snuggled up. Fic. I made two TikToks and they both involve me. Uh, so we were somewhere where Steve was getting handy. Sticking a finger in his little... He already did that. Bip. This was after. They're still in the bathroom, though. The fabric... No, went to the bedroom. Stiff and dirty. Finally naked. Growling. Bath water. Gross ass. Bath water. Disgusting. 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 This man is just caked in dirt. Caked in dirt. And he's horny dirty. And he's horny dirty. Jail. Go to fucking jail. If you're horny and you haven't showered in like two weeks, go to jail. Go to, Take a shower. T- take a shower. Shy, stuttering, purr, unopened pack of condoms. Two down from the Glock. <laughs> fucking Glock. I'm trying to remember where we were. Sound seems to work. Preen. Okay. He's never done anything but porn. We were past that. Spread buckies. Oh, this is it. This There's, is it. He's about to eat booty. I was like, no, I remember this. He's never done. I was, I was like, what's he going to eat his ass? And then he starts eating. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll read this. And then you can get to this part so I can eat. He's never done something like this before. Not that he's done anything, really. But he's seen it. But he's seen plenty of it in porn. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Also, this is a part two continuation of a fic. Please see the previous episode uh, for the first beginning. What did we call that one? It was ABO. The, no, we called it the beta hematologist something. Oh, yeah, beta hematologist. Look at that episode. You'll catch the first part of the fic. Anyways, now we can continue. Okay. Um, So he spreads Bucky's cheeks with his hands and run his tongue over the cleft. all right before we go any further let me just clarify i am not against (laughs) i'm not against homosexuality okay i just think it's as unpleasant as learning what your brother what your siblings do in the bedroom it's uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable okay because i know these characters i know these characters i've looked them in the eye i've talked to them and now i get to know what they do behind closed doors and i don't know how i feel <laughs> All right, just to clarify, I'm not a homophobe. I just we're both bisexual. We can't be. 
We're literally both half gay. We're literally both half. I can't. I just. It's just. We can't it, hate the other half of ourselves. It just makes me nervous. All right. Bucky tastes musky and kind of sweet, but it's nothing compared to the noise Bucky makes. Wow. Uh, oh, sh- oh, wait, sorry. Uh, a high little whale. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. A high little whale as he presses his, as he presses his ass almost desperately back into Steve's face. Never show desperation in the bedroom. Never. Never. Bucky's brainwashed. He doesn't have. Don't that care. Little... Don't care. It. Okay, go ahead. It's easier than Steve thought it would be. Would be. Would it be? Would it be? Natural and lingual to run his tongue over the. Lingual. Languid. Languid to run his tongue over the divots. Is that Did what it. that word is? Don't move my coffee I table. I have to stretch my workout, and I don't have any room. Of Bucky's anus. To seal his lips over it and press his tongue back and forth until Bucky relaxes enough to let him in. He can hear the low calibrations of the metal arm. (laughs) As Bucky fists his hands into the pillows. No, no, it's the fucking transformer noise. (laughs) The way he hugs them under his chest and presses his face into the fabric to muffle the sounds. He doesn't want Bucky to hide, and he coos and rumbles until Bucky lifts his face away, looking at Steve reproachfully. Steve smiles. Grins almost. Don't grin. Smile. No, yeah, you got it. No, I know. I'm just like, he smiles. It's almost a grin. Uh, I get it. I get it. Because, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. And return to his task of eating Bucky out. He wants Bucky to know this, to remember this pleasure. Even if he remembers nothing else, he doesn't. I can take over. <laughs> Steve's own arousal seems almost secondary now. King. King, the distant ache of his dick and not uh, at the base. He, all right, I'm still thinking about like if, if him, alpha him, post serum, he's just like this twink with like a fucking massive cock. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nicer looking in my head if he's the muscly one instead of twink bean and a big old ding dong. But not that he, there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it's easier in my head to imagine. And it's like, it's like Bucky's like normal size, like he's adequately grown, but he's an Omega. So like, he's beefy, but he's an Omega. And then he's like, it's like, oh, is this your Omega? And then his friends are like, is this your Omega? He's like, no, Steve's an Alpha. And they're like, what? He's a what? <laughs> Wait, so you're a what? You're a what? Right. Uh, um, he'd be happy with just this, with his mouth on Bucky, with the taste of his heat and arousal sparking on Steve's tongue. Yeah, because he's half metal. The way the rim of his hole clenches and trembles against Steve's lips. Eventually, Bucky starts to twitch and move, his legs kicking restlessly, hips bucking in Steve's hold. The noises he's making suddenly edge with desperation. Again, the scent of his heat suddenly spikes, and Steve growls without even meaning to. The noise makes Bucky flatten his chest against the cushions, pushing his ass back with increasing desperation. Bucky, we've been through this. With trembling hands, Steve reaches into the cubby hole and fumbles a condom out of the pack. His fingers are slippery, but somehow he gets the foil pack. I'm sorry, hold on, I need to burp. Somehow he gets the foil pack open. He's about to roll the condom over the head of his dick when Bucky snaps out of it. Oh, when Bucky snaps it out of his hand and throws it to the opposite end of the room, looking at Steve unhappily. Bucky, Steve admonishes, 
Come on, let me just get it on. He grabs another one from the pack and rips it open, rolling it down a shaft and over the bump where his not... What does that look like on a human man? So imagine from the fanfic art I've seen, imagine the regular dick. Okay. And then above the balls, just imagine like the base... Where the taint is? Or... The actual dick. Okay. Imagine a bump, like at the base. So I guess here's... Use, use the lava lamp. Pen. Use the lava lamp. So this is the balls, and this is the actual shaft. Yeah. The bump's, like, here. Oh, okay. So it's it's a nut. It's a nut at the base of it, basically. It's fucking annoying. Mm. At least I think. Sometimes I think it's a little higher, so, like, once they're kind of in, it locks them in. Yeah. And then they just have, like, a little bit of that in their balls. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're stretchy. Uh, okay. Where his knot is already threatening to pop. It's a bit of a tight fit. Steve desperately hopes it doesn't tear. Do you? Do you? Bucky whines, high and unhappy, and turns away. Same. Pulling several sheets and a pair of blankets around himself, pressing his body into the corner, whimpering dejectedly while looking at Steve, sad and hunched over. Is Steve sad and hunched over? No. He's hidden his ass into the sheets, no longer presenting. Steve knows it's probably coming across how it's probably coming across to Boogie's mind his alpha not wanting to breed him like he's not good enough <laughs> yo on. I can't stand these two but a bunch of fucking breeders up in here what's going on come on Buck you don't want to get pregnant do you as he says it Steve realizes that he means it as a question and Bucky whines high and hopeful in return this is how it used to be Steve remembers you bonded and from the first heat you had a baby if all went well that's how things were back then. It's not the way things are now. Natasha and Clint made that clear enough for him. Slowly, telegra- slowly yeah. telegraphing his movements, he pulls a condom off and throws it to the opposite end of the room. No, where- you'll have the baby and he's brainwashed. You don't want a child. Oh, my God. Imagine the stress. Imagine the stress. He'd miscarry, he'd miscarry immediately. Doesn't matter. Does he ha- Do they have periods? No. No, they just have heats. He'd just get his anus. His- my anus is bleeding <laughs> yeah! do you remember that video yes actually i sent that to mama recently really she was talking about it. she's like i can't remember and i immediately in the depths of my mind just pulled up the bleeding cloud and i was like here you go and i sent it to her life is good my anus is bleeding okay slowly telegraphing his movements pull the condom off and throws it to the opposite side of the room where bucky threw the first one Bucky inches toward him with a shy little purr, motherfucker. The sheet's sliding down around him, and Steve realizes he doesn't mind at all. Even if there won't be casseroles from the neighbors or hand-me-downs from the family down the street. It's just him and Bucky. Everyone else is dead. And there'll be a baby in less than a year if all, if a year's time if all goes well. Steve, honey, I know you miss him. I know. But he's not in the mental space. Also, neither are you, secondly. Yes, you also have your own therapy before you introduced a child in the Maybe mix. If you got your head out of your out of your womb having ass, we wouldn't fucking be here. Out of your bussy. <laughs> I don't know if this is where bussy comes from. I don't think so. No, it, God, it, does it match exactly how ABL go- fanfics are? Golly. Okay, let me think. Um, I feel strangely right. Heating and like home with nothing in years. Shut the fuck up. Steve crawls back into the nest and rolls Bucky on to his side. Hands gliding in Bucky's top knee up and into his chest. 
The motion stretches his butt cheeks apart as Steve straddles his other thigh. His wet cock head Don't slide. say it like that. Just say the head of his cock. Don't say a cock head. Some pretty that bad word. That is a weird way to say it. <laughs> Do you want that to be the word of the day? Bachelor cockhead. <laughs> sure, some of them look like that. Cockhead bachelor. <laughs> we'll, we'll pick one. <laughs> Sliding into the cleft, catching on. It's always catching. I mean, whenever I read fan, I know it does, but like, <laughs> you don't think about it until someone tries to write down an actual sex scene, and then they mention all the ways friction comes in. You don't no. think about it otherwise. I had to trim my garden recently because it's fucking killing me. It sucks. Actually, um, Robert has he has friends in chat, and I've talked with them before, but Robert has this fun, funny little quirk where. <laughs> he'll leave his mic on while we were talking about like stuff and so he was like he was like he had the mic on he's like do you think i should shave my pubes and obviously his friends in the chat were like oh yeah go ahead they they're, they're like they're like nah nah man let it grow but he was asking me and i was like yeah you should he's like but you don't like it when it's spark when it's spiky i was like there's like a fine there's like a good line like between like when it's shaved it's great when it's still growing i don't like it but when it's overgrown, I don't like it. And what I said specifically was, I don't like it when your ball hairs get too long because then it feels like I'm flossing my teeth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a good length is a good length. Yeah. And then I could hear his one of his friends screaming. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I... I could hear screaming. I'm like, I'm like, what's he saying? And he's like, he's like, he's saying he's hearing stuff he shouldn't have to hear. And I was like, that sounds like your problem. <laughs> sounds like they should uh, mute their own headphones. Then. <laughs> Gee, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Wait, no. Hmm? Is it his knot that's that's catching, or is it? No, it's the head of his dick. Okay. He remembers seeing it somewhere, this position. Supposedly, it's easy for inexperienced alphas now, which Steve most certainly is. He thinks Riley, virgin. It's meant to be easy for nodding. Bucky's hair is still wet. Fucking, he's going to catch a cold. Did he wash his hair? Is it just he, wet and greasy? I think he washed his hair. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, fanning around his head on one of Steve's throw pillows, his mouth is open, the pink tip of his tongue pressing into that plush lower lip. He's making little... Uh, ah, uh. Ah. <laughs> no, hold on. I got it. He's, I fucking almost snorted. He's making little. Ah, ah, noises. I do not want to hear that. I'd rather hear my ah uh, ah. Uh. If I'm in the bedroom, then that one. Imagine being a neighbor in Stark Towers. Obviously, there's no sound. Like, it's soundproof as hell. But imagine being a mutant living in Stark Towers and you're just like, mind your business. And then all of a sudden you hear. And you're like, ah, ah. you're like, what the fuck is going on in the next floor? Thank God I'm a mutant that was just born without ABO. That's literally my mutant. That's my mutant power. Not being ABO at all. Not being one of the things. I am, in fact, genderless. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't talk to me about shit. Uh, trying to get Steve to hurry. It takes, it makes Steve smile, makes him want to sweep Bucky into a hug and never let go. Instead, he nudges the head of his cock lower, pressing inside Bucky oh so gently. Stop. 
and it's easy, so easy. Bucky growls and moans as Steve bottoms out, bottoms gritting out. his teeth and trying not to blow his load in the first four seconds. Virgin. You don't want to be quick. Virgin. I don't mind. I don't mind quickness. Honestly, it makes me feel good. Well, in the first time, you mean? Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, definitely. But not. afterwards, yeah. Afterwards, Sometimes you want to be quick. Yeah, true. Um, it takes him a while to find the rhythm. Bucky's too impatient, flexing, <laughs> and trying, <laughs> trying to get in the mood. Bucky, stop doing Kalog uh, exercises. Kegel exercises. <laughs> I'm trying to not blow my load. The, t- the tight clench of his body making Steve lightheaded, but they get there in the end. Steve can't help but watch the slow... Uh, I have to read this. <clears throat> Steve can't help but watch... You know what? I'm going to be as sensual as possible. The slow... No. The slow drag of his own cock out of Bucky's wet hole. The swollen rim greedily clutching at his flesh. Uh. His hands grabble at grabble at Bucky's lower back at the edge of his hip. Buck, Bucky, Bucky. Oh, he doesn't get the words out. You're pressing into the hip, and he feels it's not swelling. Locking him in for the first time. Uh, he comes, mouth open and eyes squeeze shut. His whole pelvis thrumming with pleasure as he empties himself into Bucky's hot, wet channel. How dirty do you think it is in there? Considering Bucky. How dirty. I don't know. How gross. He didn't have time. It's not like he fisted him. He didn't have time to clean it all out. I mean, I assume when he put his thumb in, he would have had a good indicator. If they talk about... No, they wouldn't. When it's all over, he looks down at Bucky. Feels the press of his foot against Steve's shoulder. The rest is the way he's moving, trying to grind on Steve's cock. His own dick still hard and ass contracting around Steve's knot. Yeah, fucking two pump chump, Steve. Steve, two, two, hold on. Steve, two pump chump, Rogers. Steve wants to reach over and kiss him, but doesn't. Wants to bite and Wait, claim. Where are you? Boop. This my is bad. The next one. Steve leans down, still drunk on his own orgasm and the heady, heady, heady scent of Bucky's heat around them. Mouthing and biting Bucky's shoulder as he takes Bucky's cock in hand. It doesn't take long. A few tight pulls. Virgin! Virgin! You're both bastards. And Bucky's coming too. Growling and whining and clenching around Steve's not for longer than Steve would think possible. Panting into the cushions, his eyes closed and mouth open. Steve wants to reach over and kiss him, but doesn't. Wants to bite and claim, but doesn't. He doesn't seek the back of Bucky's neck with his teeth and bond them. It doesn't feel right then and there. He wants Bucky to want it too, to understand what's happening outside of the frenzy of his heat. Instead, Steve presses his mouth to the sweaty crease of Bucky's arm, smelling the sweet, satisfied scent of him. Sweat. Sweat. The crease. Oh, okay. I thought for a second he meant, like, his armpit. <laughs> Pressing his lips into the hot skin. No, he meant, like, his elbow. Ah. <clears throat> uh, he falls asleep like that, face pressed into Bucky's shoulder. Oh, his shoulder blade. And Bucky's knee against his sternum. Not still locked up in Bucky's ass. The press of his hand on Bucky's belly, imagining himself inside, locked up and safe. It's not comfortable for either of them, Steve is pretty sure, but neither of them seem to care. He, he doesn't d- know how long it's been when he wakes up to a hand pushing at his cheek, fingers insistently poking the side of his ear. Steve. A voice says with a hint of a happy Omega prayer. Steve, go get me more food. The Brooklyn accent is thick. I don't know what the fuck a Brooklyn accent sounds like. Is thick, heavy in a way that every that very few had even back in the thirties. Steve breathes in the scent of Bucky, the scent of home, and opens his eyes. 
Aww, that's oh, he so... remembered his name. Wow. Oh, it took way And a his good accent. Book. He remembered his his name and his accent. Yay! Cause I feel like I feel like it is possible to like if you have amnesia, you will forget your accent if you remember if you forget long enough. I think there's cases of that. I know there's cases of someone waking up from a coma and speaking an entirely new language. Which is also fun. I hope that happens to me if I ever go in a coma. <laughs> I was hoping you'd finish that sentence in a different way. What I go into that I hope that I go into a coma. I know I was a little bit scared where you're going with that. I so. hope that happens to me that I go into a coma. That's no, it. I hope I go into a coma. That's part eight of the MCU kink bingo. Whoa! I, honestly, I don't. I don't mind reading fix. I'd love to read some more. Do you have any more? I do. Pull one up. Is it smutty? That's fine. I mean, it depends which ones you want. Yeah. What do you have? Again. What do you read mostly? What fan- I know you read MCU a lot, or not as much, but you did. I, mean, I still read it because it's easy to find fix in that. I'm sorry. Stop. Nope. Stop. What, what was that? What was that? Your favorites? What it's was your favorite? because fav- I searched them up. There's some that are like cute ones. Only one of them is cute. The other ones are not. Hello. Can I go back to the home screen? Domestic life. Happy 4th of July. There's some where they make him a kid for some reason. I thought that was cute. The Winter Soldier one, Steve as the Winter Soldier, because I like the mess around. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And then Multiple Orgasms, that one's just general. I don't know why they're my favorites, though, because I I didn't really favorite anything. For some reason, I just kind of stuck these tags in there. I should have more, I would think. Mm. But um, All right, go ahead, pull one up. We have time. Let's see. Let's go into my history. Yeah, we have time. I don't know what I read. I just read everything. Um, of plumbers and princesses is that mario is that bowser is this is this is this is this gay not that i'm a gay, <laughs> gay but is this gay lexi the relationship is bowser and luigi lexi lexi am i gonna have to read don't worry it's innocent okay it's not smutty but it is gay Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all right. Summary. Oh, sorry. Of Plumbers and Princesses by the Devil Chicken. All one word. Thank you, Devil Chicken. Summary. Bowser's castle is surprisingly luxurious once you get past all the lava. Wait, is this that, is this that thing where, like, he, he, he gets kidnapped as Peach? <laughs> That's literally it. Are you fucking... Okay. You know what? It's fine. We'll read it. Would you like me to read while you eat your sushi? Uh... Or do you? I'll let you know when I'm when I'm ready to. Okay, we can do that. All in all, Luigi's pretty sure he can honestly say the <clears throat> Halloween party was a success, an unexpected success, but a success nonetheless. Okay, so it started out pretty strange. Mario had decided they all needed costumes. Apparently, he had a hard set on making a trick or treating a thing in the Mushroom Kingdom, because they're both from fucking Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. They're both from fucking New York. That he mentions it, he's just like, yeah. Um, do they say what part? If they know. say Little Italy, that'd be. They don't say it in here, I don't think. But Luigi mentions like modern things and how the Mushroom Kingdom isn't doesn't have those. Okay. And Luigi had no idea who to go as. He was pretty sure no one in the Mushroom Kingdom had ever heard of Julius Caesar or William Shakespeare or Spider Man. Was right out. So he kind of had limited options left. I have a. Gr- I have a great idea. No. I have a great idea. Mario told him, I'll take care of it, no problem. 
But the night of the party, Luigi remembers how he added the costume. It really didn't seem like a great idea. It seemed like a whole lot more like Mario was the worst brother in the whole world. But he was pretty sure that he couldn't get away with going as a plumber. He was pretty sure no one in the Mushroom Kingdom even knew what that was. It sped up the pipes. So what choice did he have? He put on the costume. Oh, he put on the costume. It was a remarkably good fit. It was just missing a crown, so he figured he could fix that. Uh, okay, good. They could have... They really could have found a better place to celebrate than the ghost house on the donut plains, but Mario's second suggestion had been Professor Glad's place, and Luigi hadn't really fancied breaking out the poltergeist on the off chance King Boo had been up to his old tricks again. Wait, did you say Glad? Glad? Yeah. Gads? Glad. Sorry, Gads. So the donut plains it was. He just wished the floorboards hadn't been so creaky. He's still not sure sometimes how they stand up to all the carding. His costume was a hit, much to Mario's displeasure. It turned out he made a really dashing Princess Peach, and she complimented him on his wig. Daisy didn't seem terribly impressed, but then again, she'd been making awkward eyes at Luigi, Waluigi, since the last party, and he wasn't even sure who'd invited that guy, honestly. He's pretty sure he invites himself sometimes. He does. They bobbed for apples. The wig kind of got in the way. And munched on pizza. It'd been a big hit since they introduced it to the Mushroom Kingdom. And Mario told ghost stories that made Daisy laugh and Luigi shiver. He told himself the boos weren't peering at them when their backs were turned. He told himself he would have preferred they take the party to the Green Switch pa Palace. Okay, so the guests might have needed directions and sometimes he gets kind of lost driving along the Rainbow Road. But he was pretty sure he would have. He's never been the brave brother, but eh, he is who he is. The problem came up when the costume competition came around. Mario had had asked Peach to be the judge. She did a lot of the kind of that thing. Oh my god, I can't fucking speak. She did a lot of that kind of thing. Being a princess and all. And Luigi turned to the guy next to him and looked him up and down. That was a damn fine costume, he thought to himself. He was pretty sure he, even his peach wig wasn't beating that. You have a great Bowser suit, Luigi said. You're a shoo-in! I think maybe there's a trophy. The guy in the suit raised his brows. The fact the suit apparently had brows did seem kind of suspicious. Suit? The guy asked. It was a very familiar voice. It was just like Bowser to crash a party. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is how I picture it. Suit? Oh, no. Would <laughs> you reply? And the next thing he knew, he was being kidnapped. He guessed he'd gotten out of the ghost house, at least. Bowser's castle was surprisingly luxurious once you get past all the lava. The thing was, there was a lot of lava. Everywhere he looked, lava. And little seas along the rockways, which seemed pretty weird, considering, you know, physics and all. And Luigi couldn't not even... And Luigi's not even really sure why that worked. But he guesses there's a lot, whole lot in the Mushroom Kingdom that makes sense. Not a whole lot about the Mushroom Kingdom that makes sense. In fact, it even the fact it even exists is pretty out there as far as he's concerned. Bowser took him to the castle. He's been before, and always found it kind of weird that it made such a great rage track. Considering, well, castle. His wrist tied and mouth gagged. And it made a weird kind of Mushroom Kingdom sense because he was dressed as Princess Peach, even if the wig was starting to slip to the left, and the crown was made of sliced up pizza box covered in spray paint. And again, he guessed maybe Koopas didn't have spray paint? They didn't seem to have things like television or game consoles or Ikea. Do they have Ikea in New York? So maybe he couldn't hold the mix up against him? Besides, it was a really good costume. I'm not gonna lie, I've spent most of my life in like the inner city part of I've never, I've never been in an Ikea in New York, so I'm, I'm quite doubtful it exists. 
I went to a Costco in New York once, but we had to go up a mountain. So, it's somewhere. I just don't know where. Hmm. Bowser walking through the castle. It was bigger than he... Also, can he not see? Does Bowser have, like, eye problems? He's a turtle. Turtles can see pretty well. No, he'll point it out. Okay. Um, Bowser walking through the castle. It was bigger than he remembered and somehow not scorching like the center of the earth. So he figured the AC in there must have been a thing of beauty. Though he guessed if it hadn't been, the costume had a fan. A fan? In the costume. Bowser Jr. looked at him skeptically as he passed by, like the mustache gave the game away. Luigi just shrugged. It wasn't like it was his fault Bowser Jr.'s dad couldn't tell a plumber from a princess. And then, finally, Bowser took off the gag. Luigi looked, Luigi. Luigi looked up at him. Honestly, in the light of the lava, he was quite something. Quite something. This is, this is from Chris's point of view. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of sending this to Chris. <laughs> he was quite something. A pointy-shelled, angry something who spent half of his time kidnapping princesses. But something nonetheless. You know, I hate to break this to you, but I'm not really Princess Peach, Luigi said, wringing his gloved hands. Bowser raised his huge orange brows. You know, I hate to break this to you, but it's not that great of a costume, he replied. Your wig slipped, and I'm pretty sure you made that crown out of a pizza box. Luigi huffed. I'd like to see you do any better at short notice, he said. I'd have just stolen one. And that's why no one likes you. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Bowser frowned. Wait, you don't like me? Yo, does that happen every time? Anyone on your floor closes a door? Yes. It's worse when it's directly across from us, but if they slam the door hard enough, it does shake the wall. Okay. Honestly, the only part that shakes is just the doors. And occasionally I can hear when my neighbors are. Bowser frowned. Wait, you don't like me? Why Luigi not? put his hands on his <coughs> pretty pink dressed hips. Well, you. <coughs> you did just kidnap me, he pointed out. Considering the party, I'm pretty sure I just rescued you. Considering the party, Luigi was pretty sure he was right, but he was more interested in the way Bowser was scuffing his foot claws against the ground. Apparently they were pretty tough because they sent up sparks. Seriously, you don't like me? Well, you do keep trying to kill me, he said. I mean, the lava? Bowser snorted. Come on, how many times have you fallen in that? He said. That's totally for show. He frowned again. Seriously, I thought you liked me. Who told you that? He shrugged. Your brother might have said something. And you believed him? Bowser grimanced. He huffed. You know, your brother's kind of a dick sometimes, he said. Luigi guessed they could agree on that. It was a start, at least. They sat down by the lava flow, and somehow the tails of Mario flowed just as readily. Yeah, my... So <laughs> it's just two people shitting on shitting on the same person. Your brother's kind of a dick. Yeah, I know he's a dick. I know he's a dick. I fucking grew up with him. You think I don't know that shit? Shut up. Shut up. Somehow, the fact that he'd just been kidnapped from the party just when he was pretty sure he was about to win the costume competition seemed to matter just a little bit less. After all, it wasn't like anyone's been in a huge hurry to save him. And Bowser let him fly the Koopa Clown. So that was pretty cool. Even if it turned out there were some coins in some really weird places. Well, like your dick. At the end of the night, when they shuffled... When they'd shuffle closer, but I'm sorry. I need to swallow this before you keep going. I need to get some water. Yeah, go get some. My throat's all dry. At the end of the night, when they'd shuffle closer, Bowser's huge Koopa thigh against <laughs> Luigi <laughs> against Luigi's Peach-like pink dress, he smiled a sheepish smile and said, 
I guess I should get going. Bowser nodded. Luigi stood, with Bowser sitting the, down the way he was. They were almost eye to eye. That made it a whole lot easier! To give, to give him a peck on the Koopa-ish snout. He couldn't find a cheek, and he was pretty sure his whole head couldn't fit in Bowser's mouth. Not that it'd stop anyone else in the Mushroom Kingdom. And cheeks or no cheeks, Bowser somehow managed to blush. How come we didn't know you... How come we didn't know you were such a big softy, Luigi said. Bowser snickered. Just wait till I kick your ass in the Grand Prix next Tuesday. Then try calling me that again. He did. Bowser laughed, and everyone else kind of looked at them like they'd lost it. And... Maybe he kidnapped him again afterwards. Just a little bit. Maybe he let him. He wore the peach costume. Bowser seemed to like it. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! You like it? You fucking freak. <laughs> this is literally the most mundane one of the shit I've had you read. I know. I'm gonna share the stickers. I'll just go through your history. Uh, oh, is that here? Yep. There we go. All right, let's time some. Let's find some fucked up. What time is it? Let's uh, find some fucked up shit. Farmer and the Viper. Brock Rumla. Oh, wait. That's the one I sent you. Okay. Did you ever read that one? I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> Blue-eyed Matador. Bucky Clint Steve. Where's the is there? I don't think there's a. Uh, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a couple in here. I think this is just fucked up. Am I right? Yes. Okay. I don't want to read it then. <laughs> a little farm, Master Chief and the Arbiter. Sometimes, when I'm bored, I'll be like, you know what? What's a video game I used to play? Oh, I know, Halo. Let's see if anyone made them fuck. Newsflash. They did. Anything you can think of, someone's probably made them fuck. Can't keep a good man down. Oh, no, I don't want to. I don't care about Peggy and Steve. USO tour dancers? What are USO tour dance? Is this a foursome? Is this sex? Is this a foursome? Regret after sex? When sailors come home after having been in seat a long time, they start to act like chorus girls on when tour. When Steve was first starting, they didn't put him... Like, on the bases, they just had him basically be a showgirl. So he was with other ladies. Oh! It's, no one really makes anything with him. But some of those ladies have the hawks for him. And they're like, oh, let me give you a blowjob. He's like, I like Peggy. Oh, but so okay. Soldier, 70, <laughs> Soldier 76. Vampire Reaper. I see. I see. I see you. Um, Let's see. By Mude. Mario and Peach Hime. Peach Hime? That's so cute. Peach Hime! Because it's. I don't. I think this one. I haven't finished reading it, but it was just cute. I think it was. Struggles uh, to find how she truly feels about a special someone. And I can imagine someone who would never have been scared to take what he wants. Okay, I don't care about Mario and Peach. <laughs> Strike Team! This is. This is. You know what? You know what? What time is it? I got time. This is the one you want to read? Yeah, I don't care anymore. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Summary. Oh, sorry. 
This story is called Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Elevator Flight. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, word. It's here. It's this one. Okay. You know what? It's fine. Elevator Fight, take two. Summary. When Steve Rogers is surrounded by Hydra members in the elevator at the S.H.I.E.L.D. faculty facility, what do they want to subdue him for? You know. Turns out they want something more... This one wasn't very... Personal. Good. Oh. <laughs> like, it wasn't... I don't mean good isn't... Well, it's not good. It's not well written, you mean? Yeah. A little... I mean, it's okay. I didn't super like it compared to the other... Oh. Way no. people have written things. No. There you go. I don't know. I think they could have executed it a little bit better. Okay. Would you like to read the note? When I saw Chris Evans as Captain America in that fight scene on the elevator in Winter Soldier, I was first blown away by how cool the fight looked. He looked so good with his rippling muscles. But then after rewatch, I thought, huh, would it be great if they did something, some kind of... Fucking God! This is what you thought? What if... Okay, I'm sorry. No, I understand. I get it. I thought, huh, wouldn't it be great if they did some kind of force... We need... Is there is there a rating above explicit that we can put on our episode? Um, No, right? No. Explicit or clean. I mean, we can read the it's explicit. tags. No, we will read the tags. Um, What if they did some kind of force gangbang or gang with this hot guy? I did a bit of Googling for fanfiction and didn't find much about it, so here we are. This is entirely self-indulgent, so you'll have to excuse me. Marvel seems to have to really have a knack for hiring super hot guys, and I'm all for it. Cool. Um, this is by Shiro underscore 9S. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the tags are rape non-con elements. Trigger warning, it is non-consensual. With multiple people. Fleshlight, cock rings, large cock, cock worship, cock milk. I'm sorry, let me say this again. Cock rings, large cock, <laughs> cock worship, cock milking, multiple orgasms, forced orgasm, cum eating. When you. Ugh. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna fucking throw. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Body worship, non consensual bondage, dirty talk, not bad. Gang bang, bad. Not beta red. Not. Not. Try. All right, here you go. Captain America, dressed in his dark navy blue stealth suit that was meticulously crafted by S.H.I.E.L.D., was quite the looker when he wasn't wearing that silly helmet obscured by his perfectly sculpted face. That obscured his face. That same face, which was now creased in a slight scowl, his mouth frowning and his brows tight as he cast his gaze downward as he entered the elevator of S.H.I.E.L.D. personnel. As a super soldier, Steve, only super soldier, Steve Rogers was quite the man. His natural handsomeness, his large, bulky body was most, it's not natural. <laughs> it's, art, it's artificial, it's actually. It's pretty artificial, if you ask me. <laughs> I just had to... <laughs> I get what they mean, but. Like, I get it, but no, it's not natural. <laughs> he's artificial. There's quite a few fanfics where he's like, everything that's me came out of a bottle. And everyone else is like, shut up. Yeah, we know. Just enjoy it. Fucking Tony said that to you. You're not you're not special for saying that. All right. His large, bulky body was muscles which were barely contained by the stealth suit that hugged his body closely. Took up quite a bit of space in the elevator. The strike team had to shift to the sides of the elevator to give the stud enough space. But the true reason why they were giving space to Steve was more malicious. As the yeah, a lot more malicious. As the elevator descended from floor have to floor. Have you seen this fight scene? Yes, I have seen this fight scene. Okay. Nothing personal. 
Uh, more personnel filed in, and Steve was not one to miss the fact that each person on the strike team was tense. Excited. Steve shifted his head slightly to, slightly to the side to observe a tall man with a long forehead. It's fucked up. <laughs> big ass forehead. Just say it. Say he has a big forehead. Just say it. <laughs> Rollins. Steve thought as he took a deep breath and wiped away the sweat on his brow. At this point, the elevator was filled out with people, and Steve was surrounded. Steve looked at another strike team member, mesmerized by how the man's lips moved soundlessly as he cast his gaze down. The tension in the room was almost palpable. Steve... Okay. Okay. Shush. Steve... She's enjoying the story. Steve looked at... He's, she's not going to enjoy it for long. <laughs> Steve looked at another strike team member... Mesmerized by how the sound, okay, the tension in the room was almost palpable. Steve sighed inwardly and looked downward once more. Even those in Shield could not be trusted. Before we begin, does anyone want to leave? Sorry. Before we begin, does anyone want to leave? Steve spoke softly. <laughs> there was a pause. It was as if time itself froze for that period. I'm sure you all know all about time freezing, Steve. Then everything exploded. The two strike team members in front of him whipped around and tackled him knocking the wind out of him. Another member stopped the elevator, elevator mid-descent. I started digging something out of a black briefcase he was carrying. Not in a briefcase. Just in a box. Well, you'll see soon enough. Four people, two on each side, quickly latched onto Steve's enormous arms, pulling them away from his bulky torso to prevent him from lashing out. Steve, with his superhuman strength, quickly began to struggle against his assaulters. He took off... He shook off his opponents that were hanging on to his right arm with some effort. But by then, he had already been pushed to the back of the elevator. One of the strike team members brought out a magnetic cuff that Steve knew from experience was extremely hard to break out of. Oh, I, I remember that. Steve shouted as he saw them forcefully lifting his left arm towards the cuff that was stuck to the metal frame of the windowed elevator. Oh, yeah, I forgot there were elevators. They were in an elevator. I'm sorry, window. You mean there were, you forgot there were windows in the elevator? Yeah. Because some of them, I think the windows are clear, and then some are like... It's tinted for privacy while we gangbang you. Tinted for privacy. I think they tint. I think they can tint it for privacy. How many people? If that's a feature in the shield thing, how many people do you think fuck in the elevators on a daily? I don't know. There's probably one or two little nasties. But at least the directors two. are just like, I, we have security cameras in there, you know. Well, maybe. Why don't you add a feature? And then eventually one of their secretaries is like, sir, why don't you just, here, here's a proposal. He's like, this is to add privacy screenings in the elevator at any given point in time by the, by the push of a button. Yes, sir, it is. Why are you giving this to me, sir? Do you know who's in charge of watching the video feed for your elevator specifically? The elevator that goes straight to your penthouse with a card? Is it you? It is me. Yeah. And you have nasties working here. You, I'm tired of it. I, you know what? You know what? There, porn, porn, porn is better. Porn is better than what they fucking, you better accept this proposal. I've had it. I will quit. I won't recommend anyone to you. You better put this in. And they did. All right, where is it? Um, the elevator windows had already been tinted a dark color to prevent any outsiders from seeing in. Steve noted mentally as he clutched his arm muscles, trying to break free. A whole group of people then pushed at Steve's wide chest and unbalanced him, causing his left wrist to fall into the cuff, cuff snapping shut. 
The men focused their attention on the captain's right arm. Several people pushed forcefully at it as they stuck another magnetic cuff to the elevator window frame. Steve kicked forward, knocking a person into several others in a sort of human domino chain. There was shouting, yelling, punches being thrown, but eventually Steve was overpowered by the sheer number of decently built men who sought to restrain him. They all want to fuck. Steve's arms were now bound away from his body. Thick arms outstretched. Yeah, his arms, I get it. Outstretched as the strike team worked to restrain his similarly huge legs. At this point, Steve could only resort to yelling loudly and kicking. As his arms were now bound to the magnetic cuffs, after a bit more scuffling, the assaulters gripped the super soldier's meaty thighs firmly and bound them in larger metallic cuffs. Oh, with the thighs too? Steve took a deep the breath thighs. and then flexed his biceps, his teeth gritting as he groaned from the exertion. The cuffs protested and gave a screeching sound as they stretched, causing the strike team to panic. They muttered amongst themselves as Steve continued to attempt breaking out of his bondage. Eventually, they finished conferring amongst themselves. They circled Steve in a half circle as Steve stopped flexing. He huffed slightly, more annoyed than tired that he hadn't broken out of the cuffs already. Rob Lowe stepped forward with a wide grin on his face. Hey, Cap, sorry for suddenly springing on this springing. on you with Nick Fury dying and everything, okay? But we were ordered to corner you and take whatever we needed. Steve looked at Rumlow quizzically. There wasn't anything on him that was worth taking, unless they wanted something in his head. What do you need? If it's some secret code, I don't know anything S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't already know, so you're just wasting your time. Steve replied in Repeat. a low voice. And if it's just physically suppressing me, you know I'll just break out of here soon enough. Rumlow's smile widened at this, giving him a rather predatory expression. Oh, I don't know about that. You could just simply break out of those restraints like the stud you are if we gave you the time to focus. But we need something from you that only you possess, said Rumlow. Steve frowned as he racked his brain. Something he and he alone possessed? He gasped as he realized what <gasps> they wanted. That. He gasped as he realized what they wanted was his serum. The special serum Dr. Erkseen, Erskine had developed, and only he had gotten the serum with the Hydra attack, destroying the other two vials. Rumlow laughed at... Wait, this is gonna be fucking miscommunication of the century. Oh. Oh, no, it, it wasn't. Okay. Rumlow laughed as he saw Steve's expression reflect in his realization. That's right, Cap. We need info on that serum of yours so we can use it to power up our own forces. Steve shuddered as he thought about how they would extract it from him. There were too many ways. Drawing blood, some hocus-pocus with extraction machines. How would he know? Medical science wasn't his forte. How do you plan on extracting it from me? Steve asked as he gave up on thinking. Rumlow chuckled. Oh, it won't be a painful process, so long as you don't try to resist and force our hand in suppressing you. We'll take what we need from you, then decide what to do after. As he finished his sentence, he motioned to the men behind them, stirring them into action. The four men that were still holding his arms, two on each side, began to move. The strike team members closest to Steve began feeling up his arm muscles, gripping his see. rolling thighs for rolling biceps sorry wrong body part for firmly come on brain you gotta work with me here janelle give me the brain cell oh yeah okay thank yeah. you <laughs> steve frowned at the unwanted touch what do they want from groping his muscles his gropers then slid their hands further along his body <laughs> Car <laughs> caressing his hard shoulders and tracing their fingers along his sharp collarbones they moved their hands, hounds, hands, downwards, and grabbed tightly at the huge mounds of muscles that hey. were his pecs, hey. his boobies, his titties, making Steve jerk in his bondage as he tried to shift away. 
The strike team laughed at his attempt to get away. Steve was beginning to feel very conflicted. He can still flex to move. They're groping him. He can just fucking... Anyways, sorry. Well, yeah, but he's all magnetically stuck. So, like, he can flex, but they're going to be like, ooh, and just keep gripping him. Yeah, but, like, he was already screeching those those cuffs. They could still break... But he could distracting him. Okay, you're right. He's a fucking super soldier, but I guess he can't fucking put aside some groping to get the job done. Whatever, what do I know? All right, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. The strike team laughed at his attempt to get away. Steve was beginning to feel very conflicted as more men approached and reached in, tweaking his hardening nipples under his seat. Remla watched, observing Cuck. He smirked as <laughs> he smirked as Steve made a noise as his nipples got harder as more hands gripped his peck, saying, Oh, Cap, or should I call you Steve? What a hunk of a man you are. And that suit of yours really makes you look even sexier with how it hugs your muscles, your huge muscles, so closely like a second skin. Steve flushed the compliment. It wasn't... Trying his best not to act to the unwanted caresses. I'm sorry, I want to pause here. This is kind of what I meant when I said it wasn't written great, because... I get it. I understand now. At least when I picture the character Rumlow, I don't picture him to talk like that. It's OOC. I think she. I think they said that in the beginning. That it was OOC to begin with. Well, she said it was self-indulgent. Oh, I was looking at something else then. Yep, there it is. <sighs> no, he does look nice in the suit. Uh, okay, here. But, oh, you want me to read this one or you? Uh, I'm gonna put this in the fridge for a little bit. But try as he might, Steve was still human, and his superhero human traits served only to exacerbate. Hold on, let me see. Where is it? Exacerbate. Exacerbate. The growing arousal in his buff body. Buff body. Wait, did he just say that his the serum made him hornier? Well, there's a difference pick with that, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's also with the girls. Or rather, Peggy's just like, hey, how you doing? Um, you noticing anything? Any side effects? And he's like, well, it's, um... I'm horny. I'm horny all the time. Ten times a day. I work with a lot of pretty girls in a... Wow. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard I'm, being a guy right now. It's I'll hard. Say that. I'm hard. It's hard because I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he talks like that. I wish he was. I wish he just got straight to the point. I will say though that fic I read was the first time I've seen anyone mention the horny. No, the dick. What's it called? The diaphragm cap. The one birth control method. What's the little cap? The diaphragm. The, yeah, that. Yeah, that was used in that fic, and I was just like, oh. Oh, did she mention it? Yeah, she, Peggy's, Peggy's she puts like, it in. And Steve's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They had diaphragms back in the 30s? Yeah. Was that safe? I'll it was it an older method. I'll, I'll look it up. They've been around for a while. I'm sure they have. I just don't know if they've been there since the 30s. I sent it to Chris. What do you say? <laughs> he sent me the ties that says Super Mario Brothers, Bowser, and Luigi. <laughs> he just sent me eye emotes. <laughs> Luigi, just say Luigi's a self-insert. Janelle said... Janelle said this was from your point of view. Alright, let me see. What was it? I'm uh, a sucker for the green man and a big turtle. Green man, background, 1930. Damn! Yeah, they're old. They've... I think they're more improved now, so now they work better. It's, it's from 19, it's from 1842. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Wow. That's impressive. That's yeah. incredible. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I guess some people still yeah, use they them. Really, they really looked this up. They really, they're, they're like, they're like, what kind of birth control did women have? And it's fucking diaphragms. And because you had to put it in, like, beforehand, that's why Steve's like, wait a minute. What do you mean you had that in? You have to put that in some, like, time before you were planning this? And then Peggy's like, come yes, here, you, you big-ass virgin. Yes, you dumb fucking idiot. You <laughs> fucking himbo. I'd bully, I'd bully, I gotta be honest, I'd bully the hell out of the Avengers. I'd bully half of the Avengers just for the way they are. <clears throat> Natasha, maybe. No, I would. I would. Oh, look at me, I'm Natasha. People think I'm mysterious because I bottle up all my emotions and carpomentalize. How's that working out for you, huh? Yeah? How's your hysterectomy? How's that going? Yeah? Yeah? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Also, it's not a hysterectomy. Dumb bitch. If it was a hysterectomy, you'd look 30 years older in a night when you were 12. Dumbass. They cut your tubes. Dumb bitch. <laughs> just be pissed. Like, oh yeah, look at me. Is that what they called it for her? I never knew. I just knew they sterilized her, but I didn't know. They said it, they sterilized. She said that procedure was. She never said what it was, but okay. everyone. I feel like everyone just assumes it was a hysterectomy to like get it all out. But they don't know. But they don't works. know. They de- they don't explain it. So I'm just like I'm like. There's no way she got a fucking hysterectomy. Because she would be an old ass woman. She'd be an old. She'd That's look the old. That's the only reason I had my ovaries in is because my doctor was like, I need you to keep your ovaries, unfortunately, because. You will become 60 years old if I took them out. And you will suffer way more than you suffer right now. And I'm like, I agree with you. Take out only the sidewalks. Leave the house in the street. (laughs) The house in the street may stay for now. For now. But yeah. I feel bad because someone in the family. Look at me, I'm Bruce Banner. I have anxiety and it turns me into a giant green monster. Um, But someone's getting... A surgery. That one. And I I can't say anything. I can't, like, be like, oh, it'll be okay. You'll just be sore. Like, I can't Is share. it a secret? Are you keeping it a secret? I mean, Anthony's family, yeah. And oh. all my parents know. Got it. So you're not even your grandparents know? No. Unless they hear this. They Unless they hear our show. This. Okay. And I'm not famous enough yet for them to know that this exists to hear it. To the future grandparents that do listen to this. Yeah. Even if my mom... Even Sorry. If, even if we did blow up, my mom still wouldn't listen. Exactly. Yeah. So... Because <laughs> people don't... They listen to podcasts, but n- none of my family listens in anywhere. They don't listen. Um, okay. Where were we? Unwanted caresses. But try as he might, Steve is still human, and his superhuman traits exacerbate... Oh, that's where I was. Yeah. Another pair of his of hands reached out. Rollins again. Rollins. Big forehead. And began kneading at his abs. Forehead ass. Which were... That's the only thing that Steve's thinking is like, forehead ass. Fucking forehead. Which <laughs> were... Uh, which were, uh, which were pronounced even with the strength suit hiding them. Stealth. He was simply too well built. His graduate... Gargantuan. Gargantuan. I hold the brain cell. Give it to me. It's I can't read. mine. <laughs> You're not gonna get it. No, I should wait a little longer before I go get that. Eight pack abs threatening to bust the suit open with how big they were. Steve closed his eyes and tried to focus on anything else. His impending doom of being abducted by these antagonists. He reopened his eyes to see Romlo moving towards him, a holographic knife glowing in his hand. Holographic. Steve jerked in his bonds trying to get away from Romlo. It's and still his a knife. Strange dagger. 
Holographic? Yeah, it's a holographic knife. But it's not a hologram. No, holographic. Yeah. Like yeah. it's shiny. Yeah. Okay. It's just a cool looking ass knife. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said holographic. For a second, I thought. For a second, I thought we were having like a weird disconnect where you were thinking like a fake knife. No, and I've I was already like, read through I was, this like, I was like, she doesn't think it's a fake knife. No, it's a real knife. Hologram. All right. In uh, a strange dagger, the multitude of that hands that were on his body tightened their grip and held him down. Bromlow's smile turned into a leer as he stopped before Rogers. The men moved to the side, their hand, their hands still on his body, but unmoved. Get the fuck, get the hands off. Get the fucking hands off. <laughs> There's to too give, many hands in the way. To give Rumlow space to do his, no, there is no space. You're literally, get the, move. How big is this elevator? Move. I mean, they're all like crumpled up in a corner, basically. Still. Um, Rumlow leaned forward and with his other hand, gripped Steve's chin gently and pulled his face forward for a kick. Where's Moochie? <laughs> uh, Steve made a panic noise as Rumlow's rough lips sealed over his own. Why? Why were they doing this? Why was the situation devolving into some poorly written orgy? Meta. Okay. This is this. No, no, we can't. This is a good fic. Like everything, all bets off. This is a good fic. I don't know. Freudian slip. Because I said, I'm a sucker for the green man, but the autocorrect said, in a big turtle. <laughs> I corrected, and it's like, I don't know, Peter and slip, and I was like, shush, bells are topped anyways. Freudian. Freudian, sorry. But bells are tops. What are you chewing? It's her lip. What the fuck do you mean? She just... <laughs> Hold on, I need to record her doing this. Emmy, Emmy, look this way. Can you, can you do the thing? Do the thing. Emmy. I can't do this right now. I'll do it later. All right, let me see. Rumlo moaned into the kiss, causing Steve to shudder, even before Rumlo... Oh, you skipped some. No, I, re I read that. Okay. Even before Rumlo had revealed his true colors, Steve had always thought Rumlo was decent looking. Now to be forced in a kiss like this. No! He couldn't think of it in an erotic light. You shouldn't think of it in an erotic... Is this... Does this... He's getting into it! Does this still count as non-con? Well, yeah, because there's times where people have been raped and their body gets enjoyment from it. But because it's non-consensual, it's still rape. Regardless if you start getting into it, you never consent in the first place. True, okay. Steve t shook so his even if Steve had a little crush on Rob Lowe, he still doesn't want this. Okay. Even though he's like, this is kind of hot, but This is kind of hot, up. but... <laughs> I'm going to fuck all you guys up. Like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to rip your heads off. When I get out of these cuffs, you're going to wish. You're going to wish you didn't fuck me in this elevator. Because I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck you! <laughs> you mean fuck us up? No! No! <laughs> no! No, you thought you got lucky when you fucked me? I'ma fuck you. Joke's on you ever since the serum. No, Lou. I've been a top ever since. Actually, no. Joke's on you. Even without the serum, I got a fucking hog, my G. All right, let me see. Okay. He shook his head as Rumble pulled away, then brought the knife up to the middle of Steve's collar. So, like, right here. 
He pressed it into the top of the suit, a tear appearing in the thick cloth, but no cut appeared in this tan, smooth skin. That was re- He's not that tan. That was revealed underneath. Rumlow dragged the knife down slowly in a vertical line, revealing Captain America's sexy, muscular body as the suit tore apart at the knife's edge. That's a sharp knife. There were several audible gasps and moans as the deep valley... Be- Yo, have these, have these men felt the touch of a woman? What's up? What's up? No, in some of the fix I've had, everyone's... There's been a few fix where everyone just agrees everyone's a little bit horny for Captain America. Yeah. Like, there was one where Tony was like, I had a poster of you above my bed. And everyone's jerked off to you at least once. Like, if they had a poster of you, we jerked off to you. I'm not gonna lie. If I were, you know, someone in... I, if I were the person in the poster and I had someone say that to me, I think I'd just leave. I think I'd just move well, away. Tony didn't say it to him. He Tony said that? It. Oh, Tony okay. was thinking about it while he was fucking Steve. And he was just like, wow, one day you're a 14-year-old little exploring with your Captain America poster, and the next day, you're fucking you got him here. You got him in your bed. Captain America. Oh, God. But there's been some where, like, even the Hydra agents are like, you know, yeah, this ass is looking extra round today. That's America's ass. <laughs> I know we're evil and everything, but I want to... I want to smack that little ass. That's America's ass. Yeah. That's like an agreed upon thing in most of these fanfics I've seen. Everyone's like, listen, everyone's just a little bit horny for him. Don't worry about it. He's himbo. Yeah. Thor uh, is more himbo, but. He couldn't. Okay, let me see. Uh, there were several audible gasp and moans as the deep valley between his texts, pecs, pecs, and the canyon that was his eight pack abs came into view. It's got Can't. a fucking mountain range. <laughs> Jesus. Steve flushed a little at their response. Even though the serum had greatly upped his muscles, he still had to work out hard to maintain his body. I'm sure you did. I'm sure your calorie intake is shit. Eventually, Rumno's knife... Re- if I'm being completely honest, with the way Steve works, he probably... He, realistically, he wouldn't have enough time to work out as much as he should. So he, he would still be a little soft. Like, he'd be muscular. Like, he'd, have, he'd be strong. But he'd be a little soft, realistically. He wouldn't have an APAC the whole time. Unless he was, like, home from duty. And it would have time to build that back up so that he can go back out. Well, for most fanfics I've seen, if he's not doing his actual job, which in itself is just an extreme workout, then he's usually home working out because he's usually, like, destroying punching bags that Tony makes for him out of all his trauma. Trauma. Because there are several ones I've seen where Tony will be like, hey, can you, like, can you fucking go to therapy and stop beating the shit out of the punching? I can't make these things fast enough to withstand you. (laughs) No, you're right. He's like this. He's like, so Steve Steve came to hang out. He brought his thing of punching bags. He's like, can I just hang out on this couch? Tony's like, yeah, go ahead. And then and then after like 15 minutes, Tony's like, hey, Steve. Yeah? Can you fucking go to therapy? I'm sick of it. I'm tired of, like, he just, he just snaps. He's like, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of this. You know how many times you've come down here with these same five punching bags? You know how many times? Beat the shit out of you them just, while you're sitting next to me on the couch. You I'm just, so tired of it. I'm sick of you. I'm actually sick of you. If you don't go to it, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna fix these. Go to therapy. I want a fanfic where Steve goes to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. I'm sick of you. Fuck off. Get out of my house. No, you can't bring your bunching bags with you. Get out. No, you don't get replacements. Hey, Jarvis, cut his fucking Amazon account. Close it up. If it's anything related to punching bags. 
Cancel the order. I'm sick of it. Sir, I have found ten searches for punching bags strong enough for human, <laughs> superhuman strength. Get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house. Pepper is ashamed of you. Morgan, we're not speaking. Don't talk to me or my daughter ever again. Get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. Yeah, just like that. I can picture him doing that too. Get out of my house. I can't talk to you right now. I have it framed. It's by the door, so each time he tries to get in, he just sees it and turns around. What? A picture of Tony saying, get out. Oh, So when Steve tries to come in, he's just like... Oh, he like knocks on the door and then like it's like it's like LED screen and, and it's it's Tony's like, Oh hey, hey Steve, go fuck yourself. Go to therapy. Did you go to therapy? It's like it's like, hey Steve, it's like pre-recorded. Hey Steve, did you go to therapy? And Steve's like, No. And then it's and then it's like, get the fuck out. Fuck Response. Off here. A playing. Get out. Get the fuck out then. Or or it's like <laughs> Yeah, I did. I have an appointment actually. Response yeah? B playing. Oh great. Let me know when you have your fifth session and you can come in. Or or he does like or he does like a quick like lie detect like lie scanner. And he's like, You're fucking lying to me, get out. <laughs> Response. C playing. I know you're lying. Actually, I don't even think in this one they fucked him. I think they just milk him. They just milk him? Yeah, they just jerk him off. Oh. Then I don't care. Oops. Lube. Sleeve. Flashlight. Sensations. Flashlight. Yeah, they just milk him. Sperm. Crotch. Cock. Flashlight. Stamina. Cool. To be continued question mark? No. It wasn't. Alright, that was fun. Why don't you find another fucked up thing we can read and I can react to. Um, that's all we have for today, though. We still managed to, to make it last two two hours. <laughs> two hours and... Two hours and... Almost 40, 40 minutes. It's okay. Anything else you want to chatter about? Was uh, that all you had on your list was just The Bachelor? It was just The Bachelor. That's all I wanted to tell you about. I was thinking about it relentlessly. I was like, I, was like, I can't wait to talk to Lexi about The Bachelor. I'm so excited. What do I have to talk about? Uh, you know, there are a lot of those multi-dating reality shows. Oh my god. Angel and Mama are hooked on the 90 Day Fiance. That shit's funny as fuck, though. That shit's so funny. Well, is his name Big Big Rob? Big Rick? That Big one Ed? with no neck. With no neck. His wife? Good for him. He deserves whatever she says to him. Good for, good for him. I can't... S- she's like... She's like, she's like, you're fat. I hate you. Can't stand you. I fucking hate it here. Should have gone back to the Philippines. And I'm like, you should have. But you came here for your visa, so, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I value you. It's like, I like I saw the, some bits of that one. I like the view. You do? Yes. You're my favorite view. Eh. I'm like, oh my god. No, I... This one Reddit thing uh-huh. where it was this guy asking for advice about his wife, and he was like, "My wife's family keeps asking me for five thousand dollar ellipticals, and as like a Didn't wedding he gift." he get fucking spammed? He got he got scammed. scammed. And everyone in the fucking chat is like, "Um, why did you get a wife from the Philippines?" And he was like, "Good temp, better temperament, blah 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 blah." 
And then everyone else after that was like, yeah, you fucking deserved every penny getting robbed from you. I think you. I remember reading that because he was just like, oh, I'm getting scammed. And everyone was like, you, um, yeah, you, that's, yeah, it's a red flag. Why would you fall for that? And then I think after more information, they were like, never mind. You deserve it. Yeah. Because cause they, they're, they're like, why would you even marry someone from the Philippines? Like, pretty sure they're just trying to get with you so that they can get a green card and then get green cards for their families. Because, yeah. So I think that's how that works. Um, I know there's a few like that because yeah, it's an easy way to get over here, get the green card, and then ensure you and your family a better future. Yeah, because as long as long as one person in the family gets, an, I think it. I don't know. I don't know how naturalization works in the United States. We didn't learn that. They didn't teach us. No. Um, they don't teach us any of that. But shit. I think it's like it's like if one person in the family can get a green card and then stay for like a number of years, then their family can apply for a familial green card with proof that their um, relative is naturalized and lived there for a certain amount of time, that they could get a visa to come back. And then after that, they can get a work visa, get that work visa, and then that work visa lasts either, uh, it, I think it lasts a set amount of time, they have to keep renewing it, or it lasts... I want to say it lasts five years at the shores amount or something. I think so. I had a guy to call the other day about some guy getting picked up by ICE, someone's, employ- someone's employee, oh. and they had to call, they had to call in, like an immigration lawyer and they're like, I mean, if he's here illegally, like, there's really nothing we can do about it. But you can give a character witness. You can't be a wit- you can't give a character statement about how he's a good guy, blah blah blah. But he, you can't. But you have to give him all of his, even if he's like naturalized or not. You still have to give him all of his like days off that he's entitled to. Like, that's the fucking law. Whether he's natural or not, he worked for you, so he deserves it. I was like, you tell him. But yeah. I can't wait for us to get fucking torn apart. Torn apart. Yeah, yeah right, Emmy? You get it. Um, Preach it, Emmy. Let me think. I feel like there's something else I wanted to say. Mm. Have I ever told you about how my coworker Nicole introduced me and my manager to the concept of calling patients cousins? Patients cousins? Yeah. In what way? So, I guess she had a thing at some of the old offices she worked at, but basically, you know, in any job, there's always the good customers or whatever, and then there's the bad ones, or there's the others. Like, sometimes they're rude, sometimes they just talk a lot. They can have, like, their quirk. The annoying customers, I get it. So, sometimes we get, you know, some crazy ones, so Nicole will be like, up. That one's Lexi's cousin. <laughs> so, you know, because sometimes we bring patients in, and we can tell they're going to be crazy, but, you know, we can't just be like, no, we're not going to see you, like, you know. What? What? She gets excited now when people are in the kitchen. Because Anthony kept giving her treats, and now she's a fucking crack hoe each time she hears a bag shuffle. Nicole's scared of plastic bags. She's scared of plastic bags, but she will also lay on top of a plastic bag if it's on the floor or where she normally sits. So it's only when we hold a plastic bag that she gets nervous. So I'm like, so are you scared of it or not? Bag on floor, harmless. Bag in hand, scary. It makes the noise I don't enjoy. (laughs) But I enjoy noise when I crumple on it on the floor. I like to sit. It's nice and thin. (laughs) But so we have cousins. And then I made a new one yesterday called Grandmas. Grandmas. 
And what grandmas are, are they're little old lady patients, and they really don't mean any harm. It's just... They're fucking dumb? No. Okay. They're just annoying to kind of deal with because they are old, sometimes they're a little lonely, and they just talk. Yeah. They talk. Yeah. And they talk and they talk. I had one that had left me a message and asked me to call her back, and I was like, yeah. So I called her back, and I got her message. Can I guess what the call was about? If you want to, sure. Did it have anything to do with an appointment? Yes. Okay. That would have gone. I thought she just wanted to call you just to talk. No. Okay. (laughs) She was calling me in regard to, like, an appointment. But she left me a message. And the message, I think, was, like, almost 10 minutes or something. She she went on in a story in the voice message she left me. Oh, God. Now, the thing is, I usually... I know it's not really professional, but I don't always give my name. So, I guess someone calls, I just say, hey, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. How can I help you? I don't always say my name. No, no, that's good. That's fine. That's normal. I mean, I know I don't technically always have to. And sometimes I'll be like, hey, it's me. It's Lexi from so-and-so office. Like, if I'm leaving a message or something, so then they know who left the message or whatever. So, if any of my coworkers get it, they can ask me. They'll be like, hey, did you call so-and-so? And I'll be like, oh, yeah. I was calling about this. Either you can put them on hold and I'll take it, or you can take care of them. Here's what the situation was. I'd be like, okay. My issue, though, is that this grandma learned my name. And I've dealt with her quite a few times. So when she left the message, she started with, Hi, Lexi, dear. And she, she knew it was a message. She was leaving me a message. But she told me the story <laughs> in the message. And then when I called her, I was like, Hey, it's Lexi. I got your message. Um, let, let's talk about the appointment. She's like, yeah. And she relayed the same story again. And the thing was, she was kind of like, she was going. She was in a row, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't have a break to stop her. Was she white? I think so. I don't know. I know her husband's Italian, but I don't know if she is. Hmm. Okay. Any accent? She, not much. I mean, she did, like, break off in part of the talk, and I heard her speak Italian. Oh, then maybe she's Italian. I don't know. She just speaks Italian. I just can't get she just sounds like an old woman to me i think she's white but she also is able to speak very good italian but it doesn't afflict her it could be i don't know i don't know it's been i've talked to her over the phone many times but she hasn't yet been able to come into the office due to you know being an old lady medical issues whatever but she told me the whole message again for like 25 minutes was 25 minutes was a whole phone call i had with her we didn't talk about the appointment at all. We did. Finally. Because it was like 15 minutes of her relaying the boys' message and me trying to be like, yeah, I know, I, I got your message. Yeah. So she just kept going and going and going. And I was like... And then finally, after like about the 15 minutes, she was like, okay, honey, but yeah, let's do the appointments. So I was like, yes, I have the dates. I have times. Let's make the appointments. And she's like, yeah. And you did it? It yeah. took 25 minutes to finally get through it, but I was just like... Like, I think I called her at, like, 9.30, and when I was done, the 11 o'clock patients had already all been checked in. Oh, God. My brain was so fried. Dang. Five people had came into the office, and I didn't check any of them in. I barely looked at them. Because you were on the phone. I was so busy just writing down what she was telling me, looking at my schedule at the one day, because I looked at it. I had my opening on the day. I had it blocked just for her. I blocked them ahead of time. So I blocked it, and I was just staring at it, because I was just waiting for 
for her to finish talking so you, I could be like, okay. You should probably interrupt her. Are you serious? Because if you interrupt her, she restarts. Fuck. All right. You're right. Okay. There was no interrupting her then. Shit. I, damn. But I am owed lunch by one of my coworkers because I had even warned her. I was like, I will call. Oh, sorry. Does that bother you? I didn't know. I was like, I will call this patient for you, Marissa. But you owe me lunch because if the wife picks up, she will keep me on the phone for 30 minutes. And so my coworker was like, I owe you lunch. I was like, yeah, you fucking do. Damn right. So I made a whole new thing called the grandmas because they're very sweet. They don't mean any harm. They just talk. Mm-hmm. And it's a little annoying because you're like, I need a, I know the thing I am talking to you about would take me five minutes with somebody else. It'd be like, hey, let's make your thing. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Done. But they just go on. Mm-hmm. And it fries my brain a little bit afterwards. I kind of sat there for a few minutes after, just like, you know what? I'm done with phone calls. Oh, your brain was fried. I was in a Bible study conference call with three Jehovah Witnesses. That was your mistake thinking they were ever gonna be woke. I'm just saying that right now. I'm fucking mute. It was an hour long. It was an hour and change. You know what they talked about? You know what they think? Jesus? No. You know what you... you... Oh, my God. They think Satan rules the world. Actively right now? Actively right now. Like, right now, like, as we speak. I think, yeah. They do that. think that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know if... Jehovah and Mormons are different, right? Yes. Yeah, they're their own yes. thing. Yes. I know with both of them, they both have this little culture thing where, like, because of how fucking weird they are when they try to go to outside people, you know, obviously outside people are like, you're fucking annoying, get out of here. So then when they go back to their group, their group's like, see, the outside people are mean, you're safe with us, and thus they that's keep also staying Christi- in there. That's also Christianity. I Christianity know. is the same thing. I know. I just got this washed. But you're Christians are more... I'd say more diverse in their different little Christian groups. Yeah, like Jehovah and Mormons the are ones, more the ones who the ones who walk up to your door though. Those are the one. Those those Christians are the ones that are like, it's brain it's brainwashing. Like straight up, it's brainwashing. They have like this whole thing to reinforce their own faith. They go out to recruit to enforce themselves to reinforce themselves. Oh, I know. I read a whole little thing about it. Isn't was it on Quora? Was it was it? What, where'd you see it on? Was it on Tumblr? I think it was on Twitter. Was it on Twitter? I've seen different ones. I, I mean, they all say the same thing. It's like when they go out, it reinforces them staying in that community because of how everyone else treats them. Because Cultish. everyone else is like, you are in a cult and I'm not joining you. Get out of my front yard. Trump supporters are the same way. Trump supporters, if you, if they act, if, if you tell them that they're wrong, then they'll feel like they're vindicated. That's the cycle. You tell them they're wrong, they'll feel vindicated. And there's no way to to prove anything to them because it just whatever you do, they're like it oh, works. They're like for them. Oh yeah, where's your? Did that? Did your fish die in there? Is your shrimp still alive in that biosphere? He's still alive. Yeah. Is he? He's been living as long as I've been alive. So. And older. It's older than me. I have a shrimp that's older than me. Wow. Just one. How does it feel, Grandpa? kind of like living with a, an older uncle or something. I'm just like, wow, you've been around all my life. And um, you're kinda also totally forgettable. Kind of surprised. Not that my uncle's so forgettable, but that's how I describe the shrimp. Yeah. I forget that he's in there. I finally gave him a name, though. He's never had a name. I named him Herbert. Mm. 
Does he like it? I think he does. Do you think he hears? Do you think he hears anything in this? Oh God, he does. <laughs> oh, word, word, word. What word? is he? What do you think he's singing? Well, word, word, word. No, that was when we had the futon. It's been a while. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that to me. I sit here. You sit there. That's safe. It's there. Oh yeah, it's there. You've done things on yours too. Don't act like you're a saint. No, I don't fuck in your living room. I thought you said once like the couch or something. Yeah, in my mom's living room. Oh. I don't fuck in my own living room. <laughs> yeah. My parents' living room is fair game. <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck in my own living room. Are you kidding? How do you do that? How do I do that? With no one home. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, also, my living room is so full of stuff. That no one notices. No one, no one sits. I don't have it. I don't have people. People don't come over enough for me to, like, have an entertaining space. Nor do I allow people to come over to make an entertaining space. So, literally, that place is just, like, if I am just wiped or I don't have any room in my pantry to put this stuff, it just kind of sits in the living room. Like, all of the Christmas stuff I got for Christmas, I don't have anywhere to put it. My, like, all of the spaces I could have filled are filled. So they just kind of sit in boxes around my living room. Like, I deadass have no space. It's fucked up. I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder. No, I know. But Your apartment's small. It's, it's a lot. But I got a yarn spinner. It's so nice. I'm honestly so glad we have the office because if we didn't have that, I don't know where we would have to sit. You'd probably be in the same situation I'd be in. Basically. Yeah. Like I would just have a corner dedicated to putting things and that would just be that. Yeah. Instead of instead of having a specific corner though, I just have like a place here, put it right here, put it right here, nobody can see it. No one comes, so it's fine. Put it right here, put it right here. I think I'm the only person that really came to your apartment the most. You and Chris, actually. Chris and Bryce. You and Chris were, pre- were you guys were the only people who walked into my apartment twice. That's it. Like, my, yeah. My space is my space. No one enters it. Period. That's just. Only select friends may enter the space. Yeah. And Robert's friends, who I don't really give a shit about. No, okay, select friends. There are select friends that I do care about. Uh-huh. But for the most part, if he doesn't give a shit, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to give a shit where he doesn't. Those are his friends. True. He, I, They're not entitled to my shits. Straight up. Yeah, no. His gamer friends are nice, though. I like his gamer friends a lot. They're really nice. Do you like his gamer ones more than the yes. real life ones, yes. I guess? Yes, yes. Yes, I do. They're nice. They're pleasant. You know? Even with the obscurity of the internet, they still manage to be pleasant people. Which I value in a person. Well, to be fair, I guess he did... I mean, if his real-life friends are anything like um, Giuseppe. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't like his real-life friends. He actually ended up dropping most of his real-life friends. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah. He just has Giuseppe now. As, like, a real-life friend. But his... He has a very active life on the internet, so I'm not, like, concerned. Not, like, the internet, but, like, you know, with his fr- with his gamer friends. So, like, I'm not concerned that he doesn't have friends. I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned. No, I'm not. I'm not concerned at all. 
Because like, you were concerned more before. I was, when he was yeah, them. I was concerned. I was really concerned because I was like, I was like, oh my god, he's losing all of his friends. Because he used to tell me about how in high school they like him and all of his group of boys would like go out. They'd have this thing called I know, Friday Anthony night. Did same thing yeah too. well they had this thing called friday night magic where they would go to a different restaurant on fridays you know buy food you know eat it and then go to someone's house to play magic for like the whole night because they because all they had was the weekend after that it's pretty nice it is really they actually went to the restaurant i worked at yeah. not smoky bones uh full for you and they enjoyed they had a good time they enjoyed it well enough pretty well enough um but yeah after after everyone graduated they they just kind of fell off he's still he's still in touch with I think two or three people from high school, but aside from that, that's it. And I was really, I was like, I was like, damn, like fuck, I don't want him to be like alone, cause like I still have you guys. I know, I, cause I talked to my dad a bit like about that, but like in terms of Anthony's friends, like a lot of his moved to other states. Like he was one of the only ones that stayed, mm-hmm. and he does have a few friends. Why is your head so hot? What are you thinking about? She's warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coffee. It's the coffee she's making it's her toasty um he's got like a few here that he does keep more in touch with he's mm-hmm. been more in touch with them now because i think like i pestered him a little bit i'm like go talk your friends go talk to your friends and then his new co-workers who are also firefighters who've been helping him with doing firefighting and everything. uh yeah camaraderie that's important because they actually helped him and he's been friends with them like he's literally with one of them right now. I need you to I need you to move closer to the center of my lap so I can do this comfortably. Um. So I was kind of happy like when he actually got another group, cause I was worried about that too. Like my dad even when we went to go see my dad, he was just like, he was asking me how you guys were. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, it's not most people don't keep their high school friends after, and I was like, well, that's true. My mom has one friend from high school left. You know what? It's the ex-girlfriend of my brother's father. In high school. They were dating in high school, and then he dumped her to be with my mom, and they're still friends from high school. Damn. I know, right? Yeah, think about that. How Sit I'm trying it. to think of what that girlfriend's perspective is of oh. like watching how the relationship went. Oh, no, she totally dodged a bullet. She met the love of her life, and then he died. No. But then she met another guy! Yay! But he has a huge forehead, and he's bald. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean... He looks nice when he has a hat on, but when Mom first showed me a picture of him, I was like... Tall forehead. And she fucking died. She died. <laughs> she, no. One time she showed me a picture of my cousin... I'm not going to say her name. Her name's really, like, discernible, so if I say it... Everyone's gonna know who I'm talking about. But pistachio. She's yeah, sure. Pistachio. Uh-huh. Um, cousin pistachio. My cousin Pistachio. She, uh, she's in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, very high ranking. So proud of her. Um, and you know, and and like you remember how in ROTC in JROTC, like they had the girls had to like tie their hair really tight. Um, so she showed me a picture of her, but her hair was really tight, so it looked like she was bald, and. Instead of saying, and I was like, I was like, like, you know what? I shouldn't say she looks bald. Instead, I'll say, that's a really tight, her hair bun's really tight. And my mom died. Because she knew exactly what I was saying. She knew exactly what you were trying to avoid saying. Yeah. I mean, I still get my point across and everyone knows exactly what I'm saying. But I guess the fact that I, like, euphemize it makes people upset. 
I was talking to my coworker about that too, because we were talking about friends, and I was like, I think one of the reasons I have mine so much is because a, the type of people we are. We shared our trauma. We trauma bonded. Yes, and we have a group chat. Well, I think the fact that we keep like, a group something like just a message or something that kind of keeps us connected yeah i think helps out a lot honestly i had a group chat with two underclassmen that i had lunch with when i was a senior um i messaged them just recently and only one of them replied so they no group chats really don't mean jack shit i was thinking more like in our case it helps because we see each other interact so it reminds us like oh yeah might as well there exists say something though i know like a lot of I've been seeing a lot of articles lately where they're just like, you know, your soulmate probably isn't actually your soulmate because you guys were just in the vicinity of each other. Yeah, that's how things fucking work. I know. Oh, I think they were doing they, like, oh, this fruit is only here because these two flowers I think connected. they were talking about, there was something of like some type of sociology study and then they realized they're like, well, now we realize because of vicinity, it's literally some of these results actually probably aren't accurate because... Yeah. These people were always together, yeah. so it that's affects actually, the results. That's actually called propinquity. If you're cl- like, um, like your likeness for someone um, goes up and down based on how much you're with them, so that's propinquity. You need to get your propinquity up, like how often how often you interact with that person in order to like that in order for that person to like you more. Yeah, I learned that. I utilized it. Now I have a boyfriend for the last almost three years. Motherfucker. I used, I used every trick in the book until I had to just, you know, use my body. (laughs) Use my body and my feminine wiles. Anyways, I was reading, like, I was reading shoujo manga today. Uh Like, the high school romance ones. Of course. And I'm like, oh my god, these are so nice. And then I was like, I was like, Maybe if my fucking boyfriend dated me sooner, I'd have a, I'd have, I'd have had a fucking high school romance. Eh, it wasn't all I was correct. You, 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 know, you know what I meant. I know. You know exactly what I meant. We could have fucked in a bathroom. That would have been great. I remember when I thought Josh was the pinnacle of boyfriends I've had. Yeah, did you, did you really think that? Well, compared to everyone else I had at the time, yeah, he was high ranking. And then Anthony came in and just... I just want to let <laughs> you know that... Him. I just want to let you know that none of us thought that. All, all of us knew you could, all of us knew you could do better i know but at the time josh was nice he was he was nice enough he was a soft upgrade he was a pain in the ass compared to what i had before like Trent. a bigger pain in the ass still a pain he in the looked ass. like he was hygienic <laughs> no he did not he just had acne face. even by my even by my standards he still didn't look hygienic because it was pizza face no, I had pizza face. Actually, no, I didn't. I actually, actually, at that time, my pizza face was gone thanks to isoterotonin. <laughs> Thank you, Accutane. Thank you. Thank you, not Dr. Brown. I don't remember her name. Thank you, dermatology office that I went to that helped me with this and actually followed up when I needed to get a refill of my prescription. I love you. I love you. Now, I get raw dog while I'm high in my own home. Thank you. (laughs) What does that have to do with it? It has everything to do with it. It has literally everything to do. I don't know how to describe it. Face pretty? Yes. Face pretty. Get boy. Get face pretty. Get experience with other boys. 
Use experience on boyfriend. Move out. Get raw dogged and high. Period. Because none of the other guys I was dating had a plug or money. So, you know. Robert had both. And I love him. <laughs> Not for those things. But I do love him. After after dating... Yeah, at least he respects you, too. Oh, yeah. He, he respects me. But it's also nice when he disrespects me. I'm not gonna get any further than that. Don't talk about don't don't talk about me getting beat up. Don't even mention it. <laughs> I didn't mention it. Don't mention it. You mentioned it. I didn't mention it. No, but you had that look on your face. You were gonna mention it. You know. Say you know. You, you know what? You know. I'm gonna talk about this. I disclosed to you one time. I was like, I was like, you know what? I feel like I should get back into being active. And you're like, oh, yeah, what did you used to do? Oh, I used to do MMA. Really? It's because that you then explained why. Why? You didn't I have to go into explaining why you liked it. You could have just been like, yeah, I love the I love the dueling and no. whatever. You didn't have to be like, yeah, I like losing. No, 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 no. I had to explain because I needed to, I need to over explain in order to feel validated. Okay? That's an issue. That's a problem I have. Can't get rid of it. Okay? I had to explain. What you didn't have to do was mock me. Well, I'm sorry, but let me just say that whenever... How about this? The past times you've been here and Anthony's threatened you, you didn't respond with, oh, I guess I won't go in there when he's gonna threaten me. Instead, you willingly will get up and go to the office in an attempt to see if he'll really beat your ass. Will he really Will he really come after me and throw me onto the floor? And I'd just like to say, fuck around most if, people don't do that. My fuck around and find out. I so, mean, you could, but most people don't do the fuck around. They're just like, oh, I don't want to find that out. Instead, you're like, I'm going to fuck around and find out. I'm going to fuck around and find out. No, one time I fucked around and found out with like the, you know how like in older cars, they have that thing where you push it into the car jack? And then it pops out, and it's, like, a thing you can use to light your cigarette yeah. or your cigar. So well, Pierre had that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't smoke. Um, one time, I was in a car, and they had one in the back seat for some reason. And I punched it, and I was just like, lay down, lay down, lay down. And then I opened it up, and I was like, oh, wow, it's all red. Fuck around and find out! Put it off. I stuck my finger into it, and it burned the fuck out of me. Same thing with, a, with, same thing with, a, with an iron. I mean, I've accidentally touched an iron nope. when I thought it was cold. Nope. Totally. Have you also touched stoves? Totally on purpose. Not stoves. I'm smart enough not to touch a stove. <laughs> but the cigarette lighter. Fair game. Fuck around. It was, I didn't really think it was that hot. I saw Mr. Bean do it on TV one time when he went to Europe. And I was like, I was like, I was like does that really hurt? I doubt it. I doubt it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt that much. And then it does. It does. Woke me up. Woke me right you up. smoke. You know you have to light things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hot enough to do that. Yes. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> uh, I was also eight, so I was not smoking at the time. Okay. Fair enough. I'll give Thank you that. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, if that was more recent, <laughs> no. I feel like you should have very well experience in knowing those type of things. Yeah. And yet you still did it. That's where we're going to end things for today. Um, once again, this is Janelle. And this is Lexi. And this is two girls, one brain cell. Because that's a more accurate name for, quite honestly, what we do now. Yeah. So, so when you recommend this to your friends, if you do, 
be like, oh, you should listen to this new podcast. They're at first they were called We Like Words, but then they changed their name to Chit Chat and Therapy Hour. But then they changed their name back to We Like Words. But now their name is Two Girls One Brain Cell. And do not think about Two Girls One Cup because you are a nasty fuck. It's not. I've never seen that. Neither have I. Anthony has. Markiplier has. He has. Ethan showed him during Unis Honest. Oh, God. I remember it. Thank God I don't have to fucking find that video because it's over. <laughs> People saved clips of it. They uh, saved that clip specifically. Wow. Okay. Of just his reaction. Of just him screaming. Oh, God. While watching the video. Really? <laughs> Do you know what it's about? I vaguely know it. I know one of the girls died from dysentery afterwards. They ate shit. They ate shit. They shat in a cup. Two girls. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's why it's so... Oh. I didn't think about that till after I made this name for us. That I was like, huh, you know, that really reminds me of that old... Huh. Right. Okay. But remember us instead. Remember We're us. less horrifying. Yeah. Anyways, have a good night. Good night.